Welcome to episode 136 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast, uh, or as I, I'm, I'm just going to call it the uh, Carousel of Co-Host Podcast. Yay! Uh, Robert, can I I'll be, be here for next week, but the week after that, I have a meeting. I wasn't supposed to be here tonight. But the week after that, I'll put out uh, our episodes from Conroe. Our meeting tonight got canceled. So that's where Jules, Dax. Fun! Uh, you know, the, yeah, so that'll be a good interview. So that'll come out, but that'll come out. We'll put out that episode. Halloween uh, interviews. Week. Halloween week. There we go. Um, but filling in tonight is Ashley Howdy of Focus Cubed. Yeah. Closures. Oh, but I see a Stephen in the background. In the background. Oh. I saw him. Oh my God! There he is. <laughs> I'm actually quite surprised. But uh, Robert couldn't be here. He had another work emergency, but that's fine because I'm sure he is super happy uh, because the fucking Astros won their game tonight. That was a killer way to win it, too. And the, and Holy the, cow. And the Braves lost their first game. It's today. okay. It's just game one. So, but we have the howdies again. We're just teaching the howdies how to do a podcast since I got to get their podcast. I don't know that we're the people to base it on. <laughs> That's true. That's we just, might be teaching them what not just, to do. Just forcing Steven to get used to it since he now knows he's a co-host. I mean, that's a part of life. I don't know what to tell you. Tell you on that one. <laughs> It's a marriage thing, huh? Yes. And yeah. I feel your pain every step of the way. <laughs> but uh, we want to get our, our sponsor to follow the way. Sure. If you're looking for a high quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit LSReptileRacks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. Yeah. Father Robert. Send him emails, messages at like one in the morning. No, no, no. Asking him to answer back within five minutes and get upset when he doesn't. Definitely do that. So I had a parent text me this morning. Did you want to fuck off? Literally in the middle of class. And I didn't see the message until my break at one o'clock. Did you get upset? They were so mad at me that I didn't call them back. I said, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of teaching class to your child. No, I return phone calls. On you need day. to stop your day. It's not like you do anything at work. You're just a babysitter. I'm That's all teachers are. babysitter, apparently. That's all the parents think we are. So. Anyways, herp shows. Herp shows. Here we go. You know the list or you got to I got to pull up in front of me. <laughs> uh, the next herp show is Waco. It's this weekend, October 15th and 16th in Waco, Texas. I think this is the first Waco show. Waco herp show. Uh, so make your way out there to that. I know Robert will be at that one. Then November 5th and 6th, the Lafayette, Louisiana show. We will be at that one. Yep. So come out and see us. Then there's the Pearland, Texas show, November 12th and 13th. Super pumped about that Get to one. sleep in my own bedroom. That's going to be great. Austin, Texas, December 3rd and 4th. Slidell, Louisiana is the last one of the year, December 10th and 11th. And then the year starts over in uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, January 14th, 15th. Longview, Texas, January 21st, 22nd. And Conroe, January 20th, 29th, which is my birthday weekend. And I have like three other things that weekend. So I need no one else to plan anything that weekend. Yeah. It's craziness. And then the Howdy's computer is yelling at me. Oh, I thought that was yours. That's not my computer. That is the Howdy's. They're loud ass. <laughs> Normally your computer goes off, but I think only we hear it. I think it. only we hear it. I don't, think, I don't think anybody else hears it. I hope not. No one said anything. It's not like Chris Eaton where I can hear every message he gets. Oh, I've never paid attention. I can hear it 
It dings every time he gets a message. Uh, and then oh, our other sponsor, Wiregrass Exotics, over in Ozark, Alabama. If you're in that area, go by and see them for all your reptile needs, all your feeders and everything in Ozark, Alabama. I think we got all of our sponsors. Oh, and again, if you want to save 15% on your order from VivTech products, use code GUMBO22 and save 15% on those awesome LED UVB light bulbs, which we uh, we need to get some more. We got to get some more of those. So, yeah. Y'all want to say anything? Ashley, Steven, throw out any... You can throw out yours. You've been busy. How is your... What? Th- Words? <laughs> we don't know. How is your We're not sure. Well, That's no, because but you posted it on your personal Facebook. For, I feel like we can bring this up. How's your tailbone? Whoa. It's very bruised. Very yeah. dark. Very black. Wait, which one, which one of y'all? Ashley Oh, fell. okay. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I uh, fell on some rocks, and uh, rocks are not conducive to happy tailbones. No. You know what? Get over it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm sitting. So. I was about to say. Steven, kiss it and make it better. You're rocking it out, girl. <laughs> Let's are bring you, in our please, guests. Please tell me you're sitting on a one of those inflatable rubber donuts or plastic donuts. <laughs> I have been given one of those in my life, yes, by a joke at a, when I used to work for an actual, you know, job. See, what, what's a, you, you had an actual job? Yeah. I mean, you, I you don't work now, things. so. I don't feel like I have an actual job and I put in way oh, more. Oh, I totally feel like I have an actual job and it. Drives me nuts. Anyways, uh, you got anything else, Katie, before we bring in our guest? No, we'll I go- just said we should bring in our uh, guest. Okay, we'll bring in our guest. Our guest, it's an international guest. I know, you've been pumped about this. It's your, first, inter- it's your first international. I've had one other international guest. This is your first international guest. I know. So let's bring him in, <laughs> maybe. It's Luke from Hello. Lizard Morphs. How's it going, Luke? Good, how are you? Good. Good. So I'm, I'm guessing your accent is... Is Spanish? Oh my God! French? I'll draw on his face with a blue marker. <clears throat> Ugandan? I am from uh, Melbourne, Australia. I've never heard of it. What is the time difference there? Like, what time is it where you are right now? Tomorrow. It's yeah. So I, I'm ahead of you. I'm in the future. So it's eleven oh six a.m. on Wednesday. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's, That's so fun. So see, I don't know why people don't just go ahead and ask him what happened in the stock market today. And then just we could just go ahead that and make money that way. not at all. Let's see your works. toilet. Go flush it. It spins the other way. Does it really? Or are you just yeah, kidding? Yeah, the southern, the southern hemisphere. I didn't know that was real. I thought people were always just trying to make fun of me. No. The Is southern, that real? Yes. Oh, my gosh. The southern hemisphere uh. goes... Really? Yeah. I, look, as gullible as I am, and you know this for a fact. And you're a teacher. You know this for a fact. I only believe half of what people actually tell me because I uh, will believe everything. It's a problem. Our toilets don't have as much water in them as an American toilet. Yeah, we got so you know, like, yeah, I don't know if we should be talking about toilets, but American Go toilets it. have got like a lot more water, like in them when you start, but ours have only got a tiny bit. So you probably only really need work. a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't really work the same. Which really like when I've been when I was in America, there's quite a lot of water in the bottom of the toilet, but yes. ours is not like that at all. Well, we got a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we really got to get that stuff down there. So, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah. But anyway, it's all if you fault. want to talk about, I can tell you more about toilets, but that's not really <laughs> very interested in the Australian toilets. Learn something every day. No, I already knew and this. Yes, you know, Darren you, Watson. No, you I know only I'm learned, a teacher. You only learned something every day. The rest of us knew this. 
Look, I have been with you for almost 18 years. And I tried to make you smarter. And I really don't know what you're telling me is true. And I don't know if what you're telling I speak me nothing is but facts. just to mess with me. I still don't. I have a question. I have a question for Luke because this, and I'll explain why this is a question. No. All right, Luke. No, no, it's not for you. Okay. It's, I want to know how you pronounce a word. So, you know, like cowboys, they have a rope that they swirl around and catch uh, cows with. What do you call that rope? A lasso. Okay, so I said that today in my class. I said like a lasso, and my kids go, "It's a lasso." I'm it's like, a lasso. Yeah, it's the same. I've never heard it pronounced lasso. British before. and Australian, it's lasso, and I knew that was a word. And I knew when I said it, I'm like, "That's." A, and then they just questioned Why did me, you and say I'm like, "It that way." Because I also write gray both ways. I write gray the British way and the American way. I don't know which one's which actually, because I, I write both. That's how we do it. All right. I thought it was ey. It's both. It is both. I write it both ways. Oh. Maybe that's because of that year I spent as a kid in England. But that's when I learned. To- that was so long ago. That was so long ago. That was so long ago. You're pushing 40, man. Shut the fuck up. That means you are too. You're only a year younger than me. My third graders keep me young. What can I say? No, high school kids do not keep me young. They make me want to oh, kill children. God. But yeah, I said it and they questioned me and I'm like, I know I'm not wrong. But I figured we were having Luke on. That was going to be a great time to make sure I was right. I was right. Okay. <clears throat> If yeah, something is if something is diagonal from you, <laughs> do you have a word that you use for that? Like if you were if you're in a room and something yeah. is Actually, in the opposite Steven can weigh in on this something too. is in the opposite corner of the room, what is it to you? Is it your phone? It is my phone. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Tell me what word you use. All right, so there's so there's two there's two ways that we we there's go. There's a here. correct way and the wrong way. <laughs> there is caddy corner to you, and kitty corner. And now just, we don't use either of those. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ashley, it's not kitty corner. We've discovered we have some friends of ours that live up north, like in North Alabama. We say North opposite. Alabama. Um, we, the we opposite, yes, okay. but they live in like northern of the United north. States, and they say kitty corner, and they're wrong. And I'm like, I've never heard that my whole life. It's catty corner. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. Anyways, we can get to like reptile stuff now. These eight people that are listening and watching are like, I'm very interested in how how different Australia is. We're gonna get to some of that because I want to talk about Australian keeping at some point. We're gonna talk about some other things. So, but first, let's introduce Luke. Luke, tell everybody what you keep. Uh, Yes. So um, uh, our pay. Our page on social media is called Lizard Morphs, so obviously we keep lizards. Um, So I started with breeding and keeping blue tongue skink mutations. Um, My wife does bearded dragon mutations. Um, And then we also keep lace monitors, gillens monitors, um, a a few different types of frogs, and my daughter breeds stick insects. Stick insects? cool. Yeah. That is cool. The big ones, you know? Wait, wait, wait. What? They come in different sizes? Stick insect? We have different sizes. What are you talking about? My God. (gasps) Look, we we breed. Go ahead. She breeds uh, spiny leaf, which are like the little brown ones. Oh, they still get pretty big, like bigger than my hand as an adult. Um, But they look like a brown leaf. Uh, And then she also breeds goliath ones, which are long, skinny, and green. And they're about that long. So we we have. wicked looking. Yeah, but we have some mm. long green. I've shown you pictures of them when we live in Louisiana. I found the huge green ones that were like a foot long. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then we also have ones over here, what we call spitting devils, that you always tend to see in pairs. Like the female's big and the little male's on them. They can spit like this nasty stuff out at you. Those are the smaller ones. 
So we were reading, we were making connections in nonfiction today, and we read Who Would Win? If our listeners out there are not familiar with this series of books, I highly recommend it. But we were reading Tarantula versus Scorpion. Um, and there are over 1,500 different species of scorpion. Yeah. I did not know that. You're on an animal podcast. I know. I need you to. I know. There's it's really cool how their claws and their tail like are different. Yeah. We have a scorpion and he's got a he's got big claws but a small tail. We did not so finish the book, so I don't know who would win between the two. <laughs> I'm going scorpion. Well, they were going with the. No. The scorpion they picked was like the death stalker scorpion. Yeah, those are cool little ones. And then the Goliath bird eating tarantula. Well, that's not fair. And I'm like, that tarantula literally can be as big as my foot because I wear gigantor shoes. I mean, that's the size dichotomy right there. Yeah, that's, I mean, the granted, there is the venom in the death, but that's still, that that is a huge size difference. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, anyways, anyways I'm so back sorry. To, back to, uh, so. <laughs> Back to what we got the stick bugs and then we got the spiders. Uh, all right. So we know that you don't keep uh, corn snakes or boas or ball pythons or anything else because you, you live in Australia. Yeah. So we can only keep Australian species. Um, <clears throat> no exotics in Australia, unfortunately. So, um, I mean, look, that's good and bad, I guess. <clears throat> um, we don't want to turn into Florida, I guess. We've uh, every species of reptile from all around the world loose. Um, but so that's why they, that's why we don't have exotics, I guess. But, um, except for the cane toad. Yes. Except for stuff we let out ourselves. <laughs> um, you know, we let out rabbits cause they'd be fun to shoot. Then we let foxes. out foxes to try and get the rabbits. And then, yeah, yeah. Made some poor decisions. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, only Australian reptiles is all we're allowed to keep, but that is still great. Cause uh, Australia has, some of oh, yeah. the most desirable cause reptiles going. So that's not too bad. Um, I don't keep any snakes. I know you guys are snake people, but I don't keep any snakes. I like the lizards. Um, I like snakes, but I think the legs are cool. I know. Yeah. I think the legs, they've got more. I mean, the, the lizards are a bit more like having a dog, you know, like all well, depends on the species, but they've got a bit more, they're a bit more interactive. They, they've got a bit more personality. Uh, than a snake from what I've observed, you know, as a non-snake keeper. Yeah. Yes. More work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So um, they like shitting and then doing finger paintings. That's a popular <laughs> pastime. Um, very popular pastime of the blue tongue skink. Um, so that that's that's fun. That's fun. So I'm going to ask a question that a lot of you are going to make fun of me for. You're talking to the mic though when you do it. Um, so do not make fun of me. Don't worry, I will. Um, obviously, you have a lot of the stuff that you need or you would want right there in Australia. Do you guys do import export? Like, what are the? I knew that we just had the come. They can't. Well, no. I know nothing can come in, but do they ship import. stuff out? Well, no. So the only the only way it goes out. Um, so there's only the only legal exportation would be within the zoo. Um, field, gotcha. and then um, like if you want a hypermelanistic blue tongue skink like what I have, um, someone shoved it in a sock inside a Pringles can and probably sent it. That's about the only way you're getting anything. Through, you know, through the Magic Germany portal. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Magic so, Germany oh, portal gets them all yeah. here. 
I mean, you hear rumours about people that have that, that have done export, like, you know, have smuggled, you know. Oh, um, I've read books about stuff like that, yeah. Um, but Shut I, up, I Sam. Know. Nobody asked your opinion. That was the chat. Now that no, no one can see that because it's a... I'm sorry. I forget. A, this is an audio thing. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> yelling um, at the... That's so, my father-in-law. I'm allowed to yell at him. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, no import or export that's legal. I think that is a bit of a shame... I understand the import part, but I think the export part, if the Australian government, um, you know, uh, licensed it, uh, they could make money. Like, you know. Yeah, just tax um, it. I mean, it's go for it. Just tax tax it, make sure it's – and even if they made it, you know, obviously it needs to be only captive bred stuff. They they won't do it because they're worried about the wild stuff. But, you know, albino blue tongues are just roaming around the wild. Right. Right. So – it's obviously a mutation. It's obviously captive bred, you know. So uh, a lot of the breeders in Australia, um, you know, even if you made them pay a big fee, like say, okay, if you want an export license fee, it's twenty grand a year, you know. Well, that that would be doable for some of the bigger breeders in Australia, you know. I'd certainly do that, you know. Um, but unfortunately, it's not. So um, we just uh, sell within our community in Australia, and that's it. And it is probably good for my Instagram numbers, though, because you can't have the stuff I've got, so you have to follow me to Yeah, look. personally, I would love to have a Parenti. Yeah, so Parenti's, a, Parenti's obviously the biggest monitor in Australia. Parenti's not available in every state. Um, so I'm, I'm down the bottom of Australia, which is the opposite to you. So at the bottom of Australia, it's colder, you know, So because I'm yeah. closer to the Antarctic. So, um, so yeah, I'm like... You know, if you're looking at the map of Australia, I'm like where Florida is, but that's the coldest part, not the warmest part. And um, uh, so the least tropical and the coolest part, no Parenti's allowed in my state. Um, but Parenti actually isn't the large monitor I wanted. I wanted lace monitors anyway, and lace monitors are actually a native in my state. Those are so um, cool. So we're Very allowed cool. to have those. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So we've I've got lace. Yeah. Yeah. The Australian Reptile Park in Sydney, when you go there, um, they walk the large Komodo dragons around on a lead around the park twice a day. Oh, my God. That's um, so cool. <laughs> yeah. And my, my daughter did a day this year as a um, a junior keeper there for the day. We did it. We went up there for her birthday and she spent the day as a reptile keeper at the Australian Reptile Park in Sydney. And um, Jake, who's the head keeper there, uh, who I know from social media and, and from the community, uh, he let me walk one of the Komodos around the park on a lead. And, um, yeah, I came home and bought two lace monitors. So <laughs> Just, what do you yeah. do when the Komodo's like, no, I don't want to walk that direction? Like, Nah, they sort of walk you. Yeah. A little, you know. Um, no, they're, they're very they're very well behaved. Um, the, the species of uh, – the, the other species of Komodo that they've got at the park are – from one of the islands where they're a bit smaller. So they're not like, they sort of look like a big lace monitor. They're gotcha. not, as, they're not like we walk the female around and then she's smaller again. The male Kraken is huge, but the girl's a bit smaller again. So she just looked like a slightly oversized lace monitor. She wasn't like ginormous, you know, but it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The monitors are sweet. So I know you yeah, start, start so talking got- monitors. Uh, Ashley gets excited. Yeah, so I got two late. I got two lace monitors. I've got a Bell's phase and a normal uh, lace monitor. Pretty quick, smart after that happened, um, 
because uh, a lace monitor is the closest genetically related uh, reptile to a Komodo. Um, Didn't know that. Yeah, so that's the closest genetic uh, monitor species to a Komodo is a lace. Um, and if you look at the way they walk and the shape of their heads and all that, you can see it, I think. Um, so they're sort of like a mini a mini Komodo. So, um, yeah, so I've got two. That is so cool. They're cool. I I don't I know. I love them. I like, I don't, in America, people go crazy over Bell's Phase lace monitors. And those I, are cool. Yeah, they're 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 a really neat species. They're um, a little more skittish, I guess, than the waters, but uh, they're just they're gorgeous animals. Well, it's definitely a better option than a water monitor. Oh no, no sir. Says you. <laughs> no, says, says the cage you would need for it. Says you. I don't. Well, uh, they're, they're more arboreal, I guess. But I mean, we have four waters in this house, so how big? How big is your biggest water? He's probably six foot. But do you think the average person should buy a water monitor? No. Because that's how the price or, at, or any any but, monitor but, for that matter. Maybe the the smaller ones. But that's how the price at reptile shows, right? Not black, not black dragons, obviously, but like import like Niles and waters that I don't know how I'm assuming they're still priced fairly cheap. They've always been. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a good show, there's really not going to be a whole lot of that going on. But, I mean, they're still – it's mostly the savannas are going to be the cheapest if you're going to look in the monitors. Yeah, and then you get a, a horrible pet because it's a wild-caught savanna. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because I, I still think savannas would be great if you can – if people would captive breed them. But the problem is very few people do it, and then they're just so expensive because – you have to, all the time you had to put into captive breeding a savanna monitor, whereas you could just buy a twenty dollar wild caught one and have a horrible pet and wonder why it doesn't like you. If it survives, yes, it'll. I go. It, it didn't move. Like while you watch them at some of these shows uh, where they pick up this savanna out of a tub with no heat light on, it, and they go, "Look how calm it is." I'm like, "Yeah, get it at one hundred and thirty degrees and get back to me." They do that yeah, with snakes too, though. At shows like yeah, with mon- a lot of the animals. Yeah, but monitors are much easier to trick people with. Oh, because they like it warmer. So when they put them at room temperature at a show, that is not the monitor. And you see that all the time. People think, oh, it's so nice and tame at a show. But then you get it home and you put it under the actual heat it's supposed to be under and they're a completely different lizard. Whereas like with a snake, a ball python is a ball python. It can be 80 degrees in the room or you can have it at 90 degrees or 70. It's it's a ball python. Mm. But anyways, I think monitor is cool. I like Kimberly Rock monitors. I really want a Kimberly Rock monitor. I can't have them in my state either. That's another one that's really? not allowed here. Oh, yeah, so really? the licensing in each state is a little bit different. Um, and, yeah, like the two monitor species that aren't on license in my state that most people talk about and would like are the two you've mentioned, Parenti and Kimberly Rock. The two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much everything else we can have. Um, that's still really cool. You have the um, the Gillenai? Right. Yes, yeah, so I've got gillens. I've got I've got gillens. Yes, yeah, so I've got some gillens. They're pretty cool. Um, yes, yeah, so gillens are great. Pygmy mulga monitors, we call them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they're fun to keep. You can keep them as a group, um, and they just uh, they're fun to watch. They're pretty active, and you know they're pretty crazy. Yeah. So. How big do those get? Oh, 30 centimeters, like less than a foot. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a good monitor. Yeah, that's yeah. people yeah, over here love Aki's. That's the the small one that gets 
Everybody has hero Ackies. Yeah, so <clears throat> but Ackies are more ground-dwelling, and Ackies need a lot of substrate. Yeah. They like to dig and all that. Um, when the Gillens are more climbing, you know, they'll, they'll go up and down. They like uh, branches, less substrate. Um, so for me, I, I just thought the Aki was a pain in the ass, needing like, you know, <laughs> half a foot of dirt in the bottom of the enclosure, like just – I, I like to keep my stuff pretty clean and tidy. Um, and so the Aki just throwing dirt around everywhere. I just didn't like the sound of that. So I went for Gillens instead. Yeah. Dirt I, is not the way to go. I, know, I had a, had a blue tail uh, monitor that someone gave me once. I knew nothing about the damn thing. I, I never should have owned it, but I had this huge cage and all it ever did was just dig giant tunnels in the ground and hide from me. And it never liked me. And uh, it would get out every now and then and run around the house. Cause it could, just like bash against the cage door until it decided it was, it was a bad situation, but I did have that. That was, I did not like dirt. The room that the cage was kept in was an added on. It was like an enclosed back porch. So one wall was was brick. They could climb up and And run back and forth. It would go bananas (laughs) climbing around on that brick wall. It loved Running full speed across the brick wall. And it was just in the room and it would just zoom back and forth. And yeah, it was crazy. Sounds great. But that's why it's one reason I want Kimberly Rocks. I we talked to uh to Mike. Climb brick walls. <laughs> well, we talked to 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 Mike at Mike's monitors, and uh, and I've seen other monitors, and like they're just they're cool. Like the cages I've seen them, they don't have a ton of soil. They like to climb. They're uh they give you that cool monitor look. Where uh, Aki's to me don't give you that cool monitor look. Like, nah, so Aki's look like a sausage. Yeah. So yeah, a um, spiky sausage. Yeah. So monitor the. Um, the Kimberleys are cool because they're pointy, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, I know what you mean. You well, want it to look like a bit like a dinosaur. Well, yeah. And when I think Australian, big mo- eyes, when I think big Australian eyes, monitors, it head. looks like an Australian monitor. Like it's what I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Big eyes and skinny head. When it, Aki's got a small head, small eyes, you know, I've got, I've got, you know, 40 blue tongues. If I want to, you know, fat sausage. That's, <laughs> that's, so, so yeah, the, 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 blue Aki's, the sausage. Yeah. So the Aki's, the Ackies for me weren't monetary enough. You know, that's why I went for Gillens first. Yeah. So I know that in Australia, and again, it would be, it depends on where you live, but the explain the permit system. Cause I know like in some places you have, you have to get a permit before you can buy a snake, which is not a thing for us. Like we can go buy a corn snake without getting a permit or uh, yep. doing a whole process, but there's a, there's a process there to getting a snake. Yes. Yeah, so each, each state, each state is slightly different. Um, but only slightly. So in Victoria, yeah, you need a basic wildlife license to own uh, an Australian native animal. Um, so you just apply for it online and within a few weeks they send you a card. It's got your name and your card and your number and you renew it every 12 months. Um, you have to keep a record book and submit it once a year to tell them what you've got, like what you've bought, what you've sold, what's been bred, what's died, etc. Um I think they're just doing that to track that you're not taking stuff out of the wild. So where you bought it from, you know, so they can check exchanges and stuff like that. Um, but not all reptiles are on license in every state. In some, So like, for example, in Victoria, the Kimberley Rock and the Parenti aren't on license here. We can't have them. Um, but Blue Tongues aren't on license here either, but they're not on license here because you don't need a license for them. But in, in, in other states, you do have to have them on the license. So... Uh, it's it can be a little bit complicated, but um, you know the basic intro 
uh, reptile in Victoria that people would buy. Like if you're getting into snakes, you would probably buy an Antaresia or a carpet python and they're on basic license. Uh, if you're getting into lizards, you would probably buy a blue tongue or a bearded dragon. Blue tongues are, are, are no license required. Bearded dragons are on the basic license system. Um, and then depending on the reptile, they're on a basic or an advanced license, which you just they just pay more money and you, and you have to do a few things. You can upgrade to advanced license for like um, some reptiles are not on basic. You know? See, every time I, I see some sort of license where it doesn't involve a uh, a test or some sort of thing, I just feel like it's a money grab. Every time I see a place do like, send us your money and we'll give you a license. And here's here's our money grab for you being able to own something. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. I also think it's um to stop people taking stuff out of the wild. So you don't go and snatch a baby lace monitor out of the wild and keep it as a pet. Yeah, you've got to you've got to have a license and. And, and have a transaction, someone you bought it off, who's got a license as well, who bred it, you know. Um, like shingleback skinks. Yeah. Um, they're on license. Um, and and they, they, they pair, like as in they become a husband and wife and they breed together every year, you know. Um, they're monogamous and they only have one or two babies a year, right? So the, the having them on license stops people – pinching them from the wild all the time i sort of get because if we were pinching from the wild flat out they're not breeding enough you know not like a blue eastern blue tongue breeds has 25 babies you know like there's tons of them but the shingle back stuff like that that they have a lower um uh, production rate you don't want to be pinching them out of the wild all the time i don't know how much a shingle back costs here but i feel like you could pretty much buy a house for what it would cost to get a pair of shingle backs well, in the and US. not only that but if you're taking them out of the wild and they are monogamous odds are you've just completely screwed up a breeding pair and they're not going to do anything mm, in yeah but monogamous monogamous animals will still will they eventually replace if they lose it? a partner maybe yeah it's i don't think it happened look i don't know enough about them it's not a species i keep but um they're, They're cool hard ones. to get them to. It's hard to get them to repair. I think. Yeah. Very hard. I know yeah. some animals, like monogamous, is not necessarily for life. For a season. For it's just for a season, and so some animals, it's very easy like to everyone, get them to repair. Everyone always wants to have yeah. these romantic stories about penguins, but they totally will fucking leave their partner and go to another partner. Right. Like, after no one, the season no, is over. No one ever tells that story of when like the like no we're getting a divorce and going to go hang out with another penguin now. Like no one tells that story. I- <laughs> I think with shinglebacks, it's for life. Really? You know, I think so, is what I, from what I know. But again, it's not a species uh, I keep. I did keep them. They were one of the first lizards I did keep. Um, But yeah, they're not for me. So Darren asked, how big of a deal is poaching in Australia? Pretty big. Really? Yeah. See, that's not, I don't think in America... Turtles, that's our big thing. Turtles is, a, is always everywhere. That's always a big issue is poaching. That's the only, the only thing you ever see the law really get upset about people getting a ton of. But like there's not much in America where we go and we, we take a ton of reptiles. There's a lot of rules about tortoises. Well, yeah, you can't have the 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 go for because those are all protected because of well, but that's what population I'm saying. Like numbers. they're all, but they're all protected now. But so. as a turtle, that's what I'm saying. Everything is like turtle related. No, there's not any like no one's worried about everybody going out and catching a bunch of uh, corn snakes. Although now everyone everyone is worried about it here. Poaching's a big deal. They they, yeah, and that's why they have the license, so they can come around and go, hey, you know, your your book says you're meant to have 
27 bearded dragons, you've got 47. Where did these come from? That's it. We're taking them all. You know, that's, you know, that, they're, yeah, that's, that's the thing they are strict about. Chris Eaton said, uh, or Ashley and Stevens, mics turned off and their screen frozen. No, they're just politely sitting there, Chris. <laughs> they're soaking it all in. Maybe they're not as rude as you, Chris. I like talking about lizards and listening about lizards. She's learning. <laughs> oh, but uh, and you and you sponsor him. That's true. Y'all are his, y'all are giving him money for him to talk shit about you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The we'll one see about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll review some contracts. Chris, <laughs> Chris said, "Calm down, everyone." <laughs> um, the one thing I think is interesting about Australia and the United States when when compared as far as like population and size i was looking at this earlier just to double check the u.s is just roughly slightly bigger size wise than australia but population yeah. wise australia is a fraction of the united states and i think that gets lost yeah, a lot. i think i think australia's population is about the same as chicago yeah i think it's like i think i saw it was like 25 24 <laughs> 25 million people total whereas yeah. like here it's well over that yeah. <laughs> So I think yeah, it's like a major. It's basically the population of a major city. We we only live around the edges too. Yeah. Um, so very very few people live anywhere near the middle. It's pretty in- uninhabitable. The middle, like it's it's harsh. So we people live there, but not not a lot. So you'll find that all most of the people in Australia live all around the edges. Well, that's why I always find it very interesting when. Uh, this is not a political thing, but when other countries criticize the U.S. for how we handle certain things legally, uh, whether it be like the way with permits and the way we do things, I'm like it's a lot more people. We're dealing with a lot more people when it comes to trying to legalize this or change this or do this permit system versus whereas another country has basically a state's population, one state's population. We have a giant country. So like in Australia, I think people don't understand how small the population really is in Australia because, again, it's mostly outback. It's mostly desert. Yes, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Which I want to go visit and see all the stuff and sweat my ass off. <laughs> yeah, it's and- hot. It's hot. It's it's hot. Even like where we are, we're the the very very southeast corner. So oh, like I'm literally in the coldest state. Um, but in the summer, you know, it's still forty degrees C. I don't know what that is for you. That's you can Google it. Hang on. That's, that's, that's pretty. That's hot. It's like a hundred and four. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Texas. That's Texas. Yeah, you, you live in Texas, except well, you yeah, don't. But, but that's so that's during really that's during. Pardon? Are the flies really bad there? Not really. Okay. No, not too. That's more in the tropical areas, so further north. So yeah, so like we're like so yeah, so say we're a hundred in the summer, and today, right now, it's raining outside. We're fifty nine. Okay. That's not bad. So it's not freezing today. We we get down to about uh, thirty five. Oh, Amanda Reddy from Reddy's in the winter. Texas. Amanda Reddy did some math for us. Yeah. She told us population of Australia is almost twenty six million, twenty five point eight, and then the US is three hundred thirty two million. So mm-hmm. it is it is a so different less place. Ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So population wise, it's yeah, it's a lot smaller. <laughs> but I just. I don't know. There's so many cool things. I, I think it's weird in Australia not being able to have. Is, is there no leftover uh, exotic reptiles from before they put the the ban in? No. Nothing. Man, I just figured. Hold on, Luke. Have you ever met Crocodile That's- Dundee? <laughs> 
So, Croc, so just so he might not be uh, aware of this, uh, Crocodile Dundee's an actor um, and walkabouts. <laughs> And walkabouts, um, uh, walkabouts. That's like a yeah. That's not. It's not real either. But yeah, no, that's made up. It's hilarious. I just speaking of, we should we should totally let our kid watch. She's old enough to Crocodile, watch that movie. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. It's not, not factual in the slightest. It's not at all. It's, which is why she would love it. She would. She's gonna pick it apart the whole time she watches. I mean, I guess the good thing in that movie is at least they picked like an that. actual Australian to play an Australian. So whenever I watch stuff, it's like uh, it's it's American American shows, and then I see them in an interview, and they always have a British accent. I'm like, what the fuck? Do we not have any American actors that can play Americans? The entire cast of The Walking Dead is fucking British. Yeah. Every time I see a, a uh, interview, I'm like, what is this mess? It's funny. Uh, <laughs> so he's been lied to his whole life. Yes, Crocodile D is uh, so sorry, but but at least you now know what a knife is. What? And like Steve, Ir- Steve, we love Steve Irwin, but Steve Irwin is not exactly uh, normal Australian. <laughs> like you know, he, he, he like, was not normal anything. He's that, that's out there. You know, that's really out there. It's also very far, um, uh, very very far north Australia. Yeah. So, so uh, how how is I, I am curious about that? Is is he well or was he I guess well accepted uh, in Australia for what he did? Oh yeah, I just wanted. I wanted how the because so we talked about that would break your heart it, if he would have said no right now. No, I would just say fuck Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, we well we love the we love Steve Irwin. Yeah, I, uh, I was gonna say we love the Irwins. I don't know if we love all the Irwins, but we love Steve. I love his son. Yeah. His son looks just like a carbon copy his, of him. His son's cool. Yeah, yeah, his son's great. It's like you got a whole yeah. other version of him, but uh. I got into a, I didn't say I got into an argument. There was a, a free handling video that I was on um, floating around Facebook this week of one of the dumbasses we have in Florida. And I said something negative about it. And of course, one of the bros that supports him had to come out and uh, call me out about how I don't know anything. I'm like, dude, Is this I've, on Facebook. Yeah. Oh Lord. I'm like, dude, I've, I've been a zookeeper. I've handled venomous snakes with the proper tools. I think I know what I'm talking about. And he told me I don't have a, uh, Basically, a testicular fortitude for free handling. I'm like, no, I'm just smarter. And then at some point, he said he started to compare him to Steve Irwin. I was like, whoa, 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 no. But your friends make fun of you because you wear gloves when you handle certain snakes too. I don't like you don't want to get bit. I'm not a fan of getting bit. <laughs> Fuck that. They can make fun of me all they want. I don't have scars all over my hands. This is true. Or fun pictures of me bleeding all you over the place. You have nice hands, babe. And Ashley, <laughs> Ashley has animals that do nothing but scar her up. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people freehandle here. Most people use a hook, I think, from what I see. Well, yeah. I'm, most people here probably do, but the ones that everybody sees don't because that's how uh, social yeah. media works. Yeah. The loudest voice is obviously the most uh, expert. So yeah. yep. that is that is a problem. Although the shit that I'm, I am amazed there at how many people, like, that's what I want to talk about, is Australians... Uh, attitude towards wildlife because I think it is drastically different than Americans' attitude towards our own wildlife. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yep. Our our as a as a snake person in the states, the number one thing we get tired of hearing is the only good snake's a dead snake. But I don't feel like that is the overall well overall experience in Australia, is it? No, not really. Um, look, people people still value uh, human life over animals' lives. Um, so, you know, 
oh, there's a snake in my backyard. I'm going to kill it. But um, most snakes, most snakes in Australia that you see in your backyard, anything that's moving rapidly is venomous, right? Like, you know, if you see a carpet python, it's curled up in a, it's curled up in your chicken coop. It's, it's had lunch and it's chilling out, right? Um, if you see a snake moving rapidly in your backyard, it's venomous. So if you try and get it with a, a, a spade or a shovel, it's probably going to bite you and you'll probably die. So, um, so that's that's a good thing. We get rid of those people pretty quickly. Um, so now most people now know just call a snake catcher. There's lots of great snake catchers in all areas. Um, you know, and you know, so you don't hear of the cutting the snake's head off as much as you used to. So now, you know, people do care about Australian wildlife, even the venomous stuff. So, um, no, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, that's a huge thing. Like we we don't have snake catchers here. We have people like our friend Megan or myself or Robert who will volunteer to go remove a snake if someone's willing to say, "Hey, I have this in my yard," and we'll go gladly remove it. But I've seen lots of stuff in Australia where like there's businesses around that or uh, yeah, you South have to be Africa licensed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend Colin, he lives in New South Wales. Me and him um, do like a live stream uh, once a week or once a fortnight on Instagram together, and um, he's a, a Lake Macquarie snake catcher. So that's that's what he does um, as a side business. You know, that's awesome. People pay him. People pay him. You know, so they'll ring up and they'll say, "Oh, there's a black snake." under my front porch and he'll say, yeah, I know what that'll be. Uh, you know, it's a hundred bucks. So I don't know what they charge. And then, um, yeah, out he goes and catches it. See, that's and the other makes, reason that that won't happen good here. Content. People aren't going to be willing to pay. The minute you would tell somebody you'd have to pay to remove a snake, they go, ah, oh, just kill it. It's fine. And they would just kill yeah, it. But, yeah. But you try and kill it in Australia too and probably die. <laughs> that is true. So that's, that's yeah, so hundred, hundred bucks or, Nine, nine times out of ten, death. death. Yeah, so, yeah. Because all of our snakes, our venomous snakes, if they bite you, they really do fuck you up. <laughs> well, I always tell people, when it comes to the the U.S. really got the best, I mean, maybe Europe has a little bit easier, but when it comes to, like, things and animals and wildlife, we really got the sissies of everything, like, especially in the South. Like, So as far as bears go, we have black bears. And don't get me wrong, a black bear could definitely kill you, but it's a big pansy. You yell at it, it runs away scared. It's uh, it's not a grizzly bear or a polar bear. Like, we're good. Uh, yeah, yeah. and Col- we went to Colorado, and if you got attacked by a black bear, we got a piece of paper that said to fight back, so punch it in the face. I'm yeah. like, this is insanity. They, like, like, they give bear, you... I'm square up. I'm out of there. Yes, they give you a Shenandoah National Park. When we went through Skyline Drive, there was paperwork in the Welcome Center that was like, this is what you do if you see a bear. And it was like, stand tall, make loud noises. I'm like, fucking run. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's always tell folks with bears, like so as far as the bears go that we have you know, we got black bears, just stand up and yell at it, they'll run away. Grizzly bear, they tell you to play dead and hopefully it will leave you alone. And I always tell folks like if it's a polar bear, uh, you're fucked. You're just it's just gonna eat you. You're done. <laughs> you become a seal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then like so as far as crocodilians go, we have alligators, and we all know that alligators are giant pussies. Like, and that's why we love them. They're puppy dogs with scales. We don't have 20-foot buses with teeth in them waiting out in the ocean just to eat you like Australia does. That's the northern yeah, part of Australia. you don't swim. Yeah. There's parts of Australia where you do not swim. Wow. Like, you do not swim. I joined a, I joined a Australian kayaking group. At one point, it was New South Wales. I didn't realize NSW when I joined it was New South Wales. Uh, 
but I did I did ask him because I live I lived in uh, Louisiana. We had alligators, and I live in Texas now. And you just you kayak with alligators; it doesn't matter. But I asked him, I was like, "What do y'all do about the crocodile?" I was like, yeah, "We don't kayak fish up there." <laughs> I was like, "That makes sense. It's bigger than the kayak, and it will it will eat you." I get yeah. that. I like the kayak. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, remember yeah. we the first time I saw a saltwater croc was at. Uh, St. Augustine Alligator Farm in, on our honeymoon, on our honeymoon in, in Florida. And I just, I've never seen something that massive that could just kill you in a bite. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and cause they're saltwater crocodiles too. They'll swim out of the river and go down the ocean, down the beach and get you too. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, and then when it comes to, and then when it comes to venomous snakes, all right, so we have the cotton mouth. Yes. It's bite can harm you, but it literally opens its mouth and says, Hey, don't mess with me. And it doesn't doesn't chase people. I don't care how many people want to say they do. <laughs> uh, we have timber rattlesnakes, copperheads, and corals. Like, we don't really have horribly scary venomous snakes. And then when you think Australia, like, all right, well, like, here, we're like, one out of ten snakes are probably dangerous. And then I think Australia, nine out of ten snakes are probably dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all bad. I mean, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. yeah you it gives you a little bit more respect for them, I guess. Yeah, that's right. You know, they, but yeah, they'll hurt you. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. I would never. Oh, look, I've 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 touched one venomous snake in the wild in my entire life, and it's because it had its head stuck in a beer can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so think, it was stuck. Like you couldn't knew get back out. there was, so was no like, okay. way it could yeah. get to you. I think out yeah, of, if got, I was going to have to handle one of them in Australia, it'd probably be like the the red belly black snake. Because I think out yeah. of all of them, it's like the calmest of all the venomous snakes and the slower moving one. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, you don't, uh, you don't want to get like, you know, like an inland taipan. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> that's what a guy in the cur- <laughs> in the chat just was talking that's about. That's one of those when it bites, you just go ahead and lay uh, there Chris, and make peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Chris, Chris Fry in the comments here, he lives uh, up north and um, yeah, so he lives where it's a lot warmer than where I live and yeah. Yeah, you're not messing around with the venomous snakes up there. Mm-mm. No, no. But then no it's thanks. not even like the, the venomous like every, every when I think of Australia, I think there's an animal in every category. Like ants, yes, they have ants there that can cause horrible harm, or spiders. They have spiders there that can cause horrible harm. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck? Spiders Their are ants too. are worse than yeah. our fire ants. Oh, by far. <sighs> Those are oh, our, our spiders are bad too. But yeah, yeah. so look. You're making it like Australia's horrible. <laughs> it's great. No, I want to see all this stuff. He does. I, it doesn't bother me at all. I, I, I want to see it, but then, but you have to have respect. I mean, you can't just like wander into, like wander through Australia and be like, oh, I can just wander past everything. It'll be fine. No, Pick up whatever I, mean, that's I want. Okay, we've got mosquitoes in like ten minutes down the road that have been discovered with West Nile. So I mean, that's Sweet. great. Did you well, not get that email? I, I, no. Oh. I took my daughters um, across the road from our house. We've got like a like a nature reserve sort of thing. And me and my daughters hear a lot of frog noises and my daughters are into frogs. I want to go over there and look, you know. Um, so we went over there the other night frogging and, um, you know, we put boots on, we wear long pants, you know, like you have to be covered up because, yeah. you know, if you step on, you know, a red belly black, <laughs> you know, it, it whacks you. It's going to hurt, you God. know. So, um, yeah. Well, we found lots of frogs, so that's so great. cool. Well, see, it's funny. You look at a red belly black snake, and then you look at like our mud snake, and you would definitely think, looking at our mud snake, that it's a venomous snake because it's bright red and black, and it looks like, but it's super harmless unless you're a salamander. Mm-hmm. But then, like the red belly black snake looks fairly harmless. It's a solid black snake with a red belly, but that thing will definitely 
not be a good. Yeah, that'll, mess you that'll up. mess you up. Yeah, yeah, that'll mess you up for sure. Crazy stuff. Uh, so, what do people over there? I know you can't have anything outside of Australia, but like, are there people like things that people are like? Oh, I wish we could have that one thing. Like, is there just something that everybody agrees? Because like, our corn I snakes think- a big thing over there. Like, people just really want corn snakes, but they can't have them. I don't. I haven't heard of people being desperate for a corn snake. Um, to- but to- I think people would like tortoises. Um, oh, we yeah. don't have any. To- we don't have any tortoise here. Oh yeah, um, that does suck. So we have turtles, but we don't have tortoise. Um, so everything we've got is aquatic, is water. Uh, we don't have any. Like, we don't have no, you know, sulcatas or galaps or oh, you know wow. that sort of that sort of land that land tortoise. Or are they redfoots? Are they they land ones as well? Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. We don't have any. We don't have anything like that. So we don't oh. have any like lawnmower, lawnmowers <laughs> like that. That's so sad. We've just got everything has to be in water. Um, so I think people would like tortoises. I think that would be a thing people would desire. I know. Um, recently, um, I saw a, a guy got raided, and um, he said it was an albino carpet python, but it was a twelve foot berm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're so similar. They're so he similar. He said, oh, no, 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 that's, that, that's just an albino carpet python. I've got that on my license. No. <laughs> I just feed it a lot. Yeah, I want to see the guy looking at his clipboard like something is wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was, a, it was an albino burn. It was in my state, actually. Oh, my god. It was in the newspaper. So I'm I was a, just about um, to say, so when stuff like this happens, do you guys just have, like – is it in the news? Is it on social? Like, because in America, I, guess, I feel like it's all over social media. Is it? Similar? Yeah, it gets in the news a bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I guess so. Um, but it was pretty funny. But yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing. Uh, um, someone else said it in the comments about can you have a panther chameleon? People in Australia would love chameleons, but we don't have any chameleons either. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I just so I, I would have, imagine look, though your I, mean, law- I think. I think I think there are ball pythons, chameleons. There are a few of those things in Australia, but people have them like in their basement, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, you know, I've never seen one uh, in Australia, but I've heard stories of people having them. But I don't know those people either, you know. Um, <laughs> it's hard to think that ball pythons have not made their way to Australia somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard stories about. Oh, yeah, there's a guy who breeds them, you know, and you know. Uh, you know, you know, films them and then pretends like he's in America, you know, or something. Uh, I don't, I don't actually know if that's true. Do not have the um, guts to do something yeah, like that. But yeah, I've I've only seen, uh, you know, native stuff. Um, that's all I've been exposed to personally. But maybe I'm friends with the wrong people. <laughs> you don't have the shade. You need more shade. I don't know. Friends. I don't know that you need that yeah. kind of shade in your life. I do wonder though. Are your the, the law enforcement for your wildlife and all, I've got to imagine they are far more up to date and understanding of the animals that are there versus like ours. Like when, when a, when a wildlife fisheries guy shows up to one of our house houses to find animals, they have no idea what our snakes and lizards are. Uh, I've, I've heard a few different stories about that. I think that guy that I talked about with the, with the albino berm, I think he'd gotten away with it a few times saying it was an albino carpet until someone <laughs> He knew so, their stuff. Know, like, like, he'd had a couple of inspections and like, oh no, 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 that's not a, that's not a berm. But I, I don't know when it actually became. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, oh Colin, gosh. it's on Facebook. You just commented. So. Um, oh, it's on Facebook and YouTube. It's on yes. Facebook and YouTube. Um, so 
Yeah, I, I don't know how smart they are. I think some people are, are smarter than other people. Like, I mean, same with everything. I think there's some experienced people in the department and some people that aren't, but I don't actually know uh, personally. I've never been, I've never had any um, uh, positive or negative uh, interactions with the department. Um, I just so wondered. You file I've your got paperwork a license, pop- and you do your... No, no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty fit fastidious on paperwork like you're either you're meant to track how many eggs you've got in the incubator and then when they hatch you've got to put them you've got to you've got to change it all that and a lot of people are pretty lazy with that like they just do it whenever but like i do it within 24 hours i always keep it up to date because i'm like oh if they come around i just want it to be perfect because you know like every lizard we own here has its own name and my daughter or my daughters would be really really pissed off if someone came and took our bearded dragons <laughs> You know, so I can't risk, I can't risk being lazy. You know, yeah. on that stuff. Um, so I don't. I guess that's one good thing. The way you were explaining the permit system, all that, it does cause people to tr- at least try and be better at record keeping than uh, what most of us are here in the U.S. And in and, and the U.S., I, I, I mean, I keep very few records. I mean, I know in my head what I have, but when people are like, "What all do you have?" Uh, snakes. I don't like. I've got. I'd have to sit down and, sit and, count. and and go through each cage, rack, and tub, and I'm like, "What is that?" And, but in my head, like, I no. I can tell you what I got. It just takes a while. Yeah, so we have to have what we've got as adults, what we've got as babies, what we, what eggs are in the incubator, and the, and the number has to be up to date. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that definitely doesn't does not wow. happen here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a nerd's paperwork dream so darren darren watson asks what predatory mammals do you have aside from dingoes and tasmanian devils but tasmanian devils would be in tasmania yeah so they're only in tasmania there's no wild uh predator mammals uh dingoes well we have foxes but (laughs) they're not supposed to be here uh introduced um there are some predatory like uh marsupials um but they're you know they're just like sort of like small foxes, you know, <laughs> you know, they're not really, uh, and they actually get predated on by the foxes. So yeah, we don't have any, we don't mammals, big, scary mammals. That's why you have monitors. Have that. That's monitors filled yeah. that niche. Oh, they, they, they are the, yeah, we don't have any, we don't, we don't have any, you know, lions, tigers or bears. You know, oh my. So, so what type of, because obviously the foxes are invasive. Red foxes. They are yep, red yep. foxes. Oh, okay. Anywhere yeah. British people have been, you got red foxes. Yeah, because they love to hunt them. I was just yeah, going well, to say, let, was I it for they, hunting? They let out rabbits for some reason. The rabbits went crazy, so then they thought, oh, I know how to fix that. We'll let out foxes. <laughs> Bi- biological things have always helped fix problems. <laughs> yeah. That's always been the fix. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Um, we do get, like, feral cats. We have wild dogs here, but they're all invasive. I don't think there's anything that's native that, you know, is supposed to be. Well, that's because Australia yeah. is a very – because I teach biology, so it's a very interesting thing if you want to look at evolution because it is the most fucked up giant island when it comes to evolution. You have two mammals that lay eggs, which is the weirdest thing. Uh, you've got all these marsupials that are found pretty much just there except for a small handful of them found in South America and North America. Uh, your your large predatory animals are lizards, you know, giant lizards, uh, and then everything there can kill you. So it's it's a it's a very interesting collection of animals when you compare it to other places because islands always have a weird evolutionary uh, thing that happens like Madagascar it's the only place you find lemurs right so 
but Australia is a giant island that broke off and then went on its own path for evolution. And you end up with things like kangaroos. Yes. Yeah. You know, or koalas, which are not cute and cuddly like everybody likes to think they are. Australia, That's right. Australia has no not, land tortoise. Yeah. Oh, oh, we what? have a kid. We have echidnas. You know, echidnas are cool. Echidnas. We talked about those in class. The, the echidna and the platypus lay an egg. Both of weird, those. Weird yeah. egg laying mammals. I don't even yeah. teach science. <laughs> we talk. We talk about them. Although every time a kid sees that, goes, "Isn't that a porcupine?" No, it's not a porcupine. Yeah. One of my kids actually knew about echidnas. Um, it was really cool, and I asked him. I was like, "So, how do you know all this?" He's like, "I read a book from the library." I was like, "Very cool, man. Very well, the, cool." The platypus is neat because it's the males have the venomous barbs on their back legs, so not only do they lay eggs as females, but the males are venomous. It's a weird, a weird animal. Yeah, they're not good if you run over them. They pop your tires. <laughs> oh my god! That's kind of no. like that's kind of like our armadillos. I was just about to say Don't, if you drive over armadillos, they'll jump up into your car when you drive over them, oh god. and they'll mess yeah. up your car. Yeah, my wife hit one. We think she hit actually hit a, a one that had already been hit, like a dead one, but punched all the sides of the tires. Like Jesus, it cost like a thousand bucks. Oh my gosh! That is, I did not think yeah. that they were that sharp. Like I didn't think yeah, they were I didn't, I didn't think so either. I could, like, she had two flat tires. We couldn't work out what it was. And we're like, what? What are these funny marks? And it was at night time. She said, "Oh," and then we worked it out. We're like, "Oh, you've hit a echidna!" Like. Pulling the, pull the things out of the tire, you know. That is wow. But yeah, wreck the, the tires. Like, you think they would just snap those? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Jeez. Although yeah. I ran over, I ran over a thing of keys once, and the keys went straight through a tire. Oh, that was brutal. Mm. So that was when we found out that the so, cops yeah. in the area were garbage. <laughs> so beard dragon. I want to talk about beard dragons because they are very different. I think in America versus what y'all have over there. I, uh yeah. We have a genetic. We have we have uh, more genetic diversity. Some states in Australia, you're still allowed to take from the wild, or can get a permit to take from the wild. So we're always adding new genetic diversity into our collection. Um, so yeah, like I mean, you know, you hear things in America like uh, the, the animals are smaller. Um, they're having there's genetic issues like underbites and uh, all sorts of weird things going on. We probably get less of that because we've got more diversity here. Um, so, yeah, when I show people, like I show people like um, one of my male bearded drags, they're like, they're like, oh, my God, it's so big. Um, so maybe us, us keep a bit more size because we've got that genetic diversity, I guess. But, um, you know, it, look, there's some amazing color uh, mutations and stuff in America because – you, you know, you've line bred them for so many years, you can really narrow it on colours. You know, we probably don't have um, the really strong colours that you've got over there because we don't line breed them as hard. But we treat it as one species. Like, that's, it's not – I think in America, it's looked as bearded dragons are bearded dragons. They are the species of bearded dragon. But in Australia, you have several different species or at least subspecies and locales of bearded dragons it's not all the same that's yeah so we have central beard so what you guys call a bearded dragon is a central bearded dragon in australia um but then there's easterns here as well which are babata um but they're yeah we don't they're not really in captive collections here like we don't really keep those um but you guys have a few of them and then you're you guys are hybridizing those into your centrals yeah. i think to give them more size and to make them more robust but we don't need to do that to our centrals because they're big and robust anyway 
So, yeah, it's definitely different, you know. Yeah. I remember when I But we still have – yeah, sorry. We still have all the mutations here. And, again, like, you know, like, for example, whiplets, right? Whiplet mutation was produced in a small captive collection in South Africa because they were lime breeding and they made the the, the mutation and they called it whiplet, which is South African for white lightning. It's a South African mutation of a central bearded dragon. But we've got – there's people in Australia with whiplets in their collection now, right? So – they may have Pringle Candom. They may have Pringle Candom way back in, you know. Um, and the same with zeros. Like zero, the zero mutation was yeah. produced in America, but we've got zeros here, you know. So uh, still stuff getting in and out. Uh, I don't know how, but it is. Um, but you know, um, so we have hypo, we have trans, uh, we've got zero, we've got whiplet, and then we've got you know just our general color, you know. Uh, different colors and stuff um but definitely i think we're a bit we're behind america in the strong color um uh, look of them because you guys line breed more um but genetically you have a stronger lizard than we do probably i think so i would think so i I think so but i don't know so so i I wouldn't want to say that for sure but from look i speak to a lot of you know, I like social media, so I speak to a lot of uh, American keepers uh, of bearded dragons, and I think our dragons are a bit bigger and a bit more robust than than well, an American dragon. What I'm curious about are your zeros, uh, because that's a recessive. Are they as big as the like? I guess more dominant genes. It's a recessive, so you just breed it with an Australian bearded dragon, make it big, and then breed them back together and make big zeros. Yes, yeah, so yes, they yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. They seem to be way smaller here overall, and it's probably because the original recessives were yeah. small. Yeah, so my my het zeros are big. My visual zeros are smaller. Okay. Um, but then I but but because I've bred them for a few seasons, I've got a male, I've got a male visual zero who is like 55 centimeters. Do you want me to work that out for you? I can, I can Google it. I got you. I got you, Luke. You, just, you keep doing you. He'd be 55 centimeters from from head to tail. What's that? Okay. In inches. That is 21.6 inches. It's a good size. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's a male zero um, yeah. normal scar. So he's massive. Um, so. Um, his dad's bobbing his head at me as we speak. I just noticed the cages you behind you. You. Breed, you can't breed me. Um, so, um, uh, um, yeah, so the zeros, we do find they're a little bit smaller, um, but we're trying to breed them to other bigger animals and make them bigger, but we've, we've, that's happening already. Yeah. Okay, that's that's very interesting, yeah. What's your it's, only, it's recessive. Recessive only takes you two seasons, you know. It's not too bad. And bearded dragons will breed. Oh, they won't all breed the first year, but some will. I know in America, a lot of people say, "Oh, you shouldn't breed them in the first year." Blah blah blah. But it's more a size and a and a sexual maturity thing. I think it's nothing to do with the the time. Um, uh, I think it's to do with the size and the genetic. Uh, you know, I've got my I've got animals that'll breed breed year one. I've got animals that won't. You know, yeah. and that's just every animal's different. So yeah, I just I just. Oh, I just go with the animal. I don't worry about the size. Um, but yeah, so our, so yeah, our dragons are pretty cool, yeah, pretty big. Yeah. 
I, uh, the blue tongues, I've, I've always wanted a blue tongue. And at some point I'm going to get, I want a Northern. I love the way the Northerns look, the size, the reds and the oranges you get in the Northerns. Uh, and in the United States, we get a ton of the, so uh, we, so I'm going to stop you. We don't get red and yellow and orange <laughs> Northerns here, right? Like that's not, because that's, that's, that's abnormal too. And that again is, that's your lime breeding. Um, so wow. you've lime bred them to get the color. Oh really? That's not how it, yeah, that's not how they look. Like they're they're brown. <laughs> See, the, the majority of what we have here are the the ones from um, was it New Guinea or whatever? All the import yeah. ones come out of there, and those and those all they're all like this bluish gray color, and the, yep, yep. the tons are still imported. Um, yeah. But the Northerns it's, here are definitely more colorful. So yeah, in, in blue tongues, so. Look, there's a lot of there's there are some newer mutations um, that have come out in the last two or three years that a few of the uh, big keepers are working on. So I won't speak for those, but like let's say the the, the common the common mutations in Australia that we get are hypermelanistic and albino, which came from eastern blue tongues, not from northerns. Gotcha. They're eastern they're eastern mutations, and then in northerns we got white northern, which is what also known as hypo. And an anery, which is like an azanthic yeah. sort of thing, and so that that's where that's what started in northerns. And then, you know, if you when people were first breeding albinos and hypers, I think they were having trouble with, with them being not very robust, actually very 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 poor quality animals. And so, people um, it took a long time to get them good in in eastern only uh, and there are some eastern only hypers and eastern only albinos that are great quality now um but a lot of people bred them with northerns took the recessive gene flipped it over into northern bred it made bigger robust animals so i could get two albino skinks out right one looks like an albino skink but it it has a full kimberly northern pattern all over it and is a big massive female yeah. and then i can get another female out that just looks like an eastern Albino, yeah. and they're both albino blue tongues. They're both the same, but you know, one is full on eastern, never had any northern blood put into it, and one is a northern that is somewhere along the line had the albino gene flipped over, and then, but she's very northern now. She's she might be five, um, she might be four or five seasons, you know, as in you know genetic runs down northern so that when the albino was put in was such a long time ago so she looks <coughs> northern, but she's got the albino gene in her you know what i mean i saw one dave kaufman did a video not that long ago at one of the shows either here or in canada i think it was in the u.s but it was a a white blue tongue i don't think it was albino um but it was white it was that's what that's white northern that's a hyper you want to see one sure I was going to say, I just found it. I've been Googling pictures because I'm like, what does all this look like? This is what I do for our podcast. I They're Google colored things. sausages. This, I love blue tongues. <laughs> but I love blue tongues. I really I love, do. I'm not saying I don't like colored sausages. Uh, Whoa, watch out, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, see, that's awesome. Uh, oh, that's super cool. And see, I saw that in the video that Dave had, and I'm like, well, that definitely didn't come from the U.S. <laughs> Yeah, so See, that's a that's so that's a white northern. So he's uh, a male northern blue. T- See, I missed the black one that you took out earlier before we got online. See the oh, <sighs> melanistic. That's yeah. the best. So the I'm looking the red eyes like they just weird me out a little bit. But I do like this 
I like this cool. one. Yeah. Oh, right. that looks awesome. It's just, I don't know. I can look around our phone here. Sorry. So vicious. Uh, I, like, I, I need a blue uh, phone. I've been telling you. Yeah, but all the ones I can the afford ones are the. you want cost are more. difficult to find. They're not difficult to find. They just cost more. Well, get yeah. your snakes downstairs to start making some babies. <laughs> Maybe they're in my closet. So. We can't can't hear Luke. He's talking, but I can't hear him. Uh-oh. Oh, Luke. Luke. But the skink's awesome. The skink that, is awesome. It is. We can at least see the white skink. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. Yeah. Sorry, I've hit the, I hit the mute on the top of my mic. Uh, so, with um, the skink. Hit the mute with the skink. <laughs> so, Look how so, yeah, that's sweet. normal. My normal eyes. Uh, yeah, but white. Not al- not al- that is cool. Yeah, that's... I, I need... I need a skink. I'm down for it, man. Well, they eat dog food. That's I know. Yeah, they're omnivores, so it's really cool. Well, so, and you can, and yeah. it's going to sound horrible, and people are going to hate me for it, but you can keep them in racks, too. And I uh, keep them in racks, yeah. You're I a horrible person, Luke. <laughs> horrible person. <laughs> Take so, your animals away from you. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I keep them, I, I keep a mixture. So I keep, um, I keep some in racks and I keep some in enclosures. Um, I've got some blue tongues that in an enclosure, even if I deck it out with lots of stuff, lots of place to hide it, won't eat. Yeah. Well, snakes do that too. Will not, will not eat. Put him into a rack, eats. And I've got the reverse. I've got a male um, that in a rack, he just rubs his nose, won't eat, just hates life. Put him in an enclosure, he's the best skink ever. So – I think the enclosure versus rack thing um, is about the individual's personality of the animal, and and and, and sh- it shouldn't be like a hard and fast rule. Um, hey, hey, that's stop trying I, to use reason here. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, yeah, that's how I do it. So I mix it up a bit. Um, you know, yeah, I start with them in racks as babies because I can I can look after more. I can keep them, uh, you know, temperature control. It's very easy. Uh, as they get bigger, I give them a chance in enclosure. If they like it, they hate it, they go back to rack. I move them around a bit, you know, um, you know, and so on and so forth. You know, that's awesome. Um, yeah, oh, you know, I've got I've got a blue tongue in this enclosure, and I open the door here, and she sticks her head out and watches me work on my computer all day. <laughs> but she wants, but she wants to be in the enclosure. I put it in a rack. She's she's very unhappy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's about knowing your animal. I think the problem is people have such large collections they don't actually know their individual animals, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, every that's the thing about keeping lizards, I guess, compared to keeping snakes, is every every tub or enclosure, so every animal gets every blue tongue animal gets their enclosure cleaned every day in my house. So uh, I spend two hours most nights, I go through every single enclosure, every enclosure gets done. New water. Uh, remove poops, do, do whatever, you know. Um, every animal um, has a name, <laughs> you know. Um, so they're all co- they're all named, you know. Like so I, I just showed you that male, his name's Winter. The boy I showed you earlier, his name's Shadow. They've all got names. So, uh, you know, we have like a connection with them. I've got lizards that I've had for a few years that, you know, um, I bought them specifically for a breeding program and they won't breed. They're just not in, you know, they're just, you know, yeah. they're not, they're not the right animal for breeding. Um, 
but we've named them. So, like, my daughters won't let me get rid of them. I was just about to ask. So I, I know earlier you said you had had kids. How old are your children, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so we've got four children. Uh, my, my oldest, my oldest son, uh, just turned sixteen. Um, I've got a thirteen-year-old son, uh, a nearly, I think it was a nearly, thir- oh no, two thirteens. <laughs> sorry, thirty-year-old son, thirteen-year-old daughter, but they're like nearly a year apart. Gotcha. Uh, and. And then um, uh, a daughter who's I'm assuming they're at least nine school. months apart, I would guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and then um, and then a ten year old daughter. So okay, so were you naming animals before you had the kids in your collection, or did the names come because you've mentioned several times that your kids are very involved with a lot of your animals? No, I've always well, I've only really had I've only really been big into reptiles. The kids were old enough to be into it anyway. I have gotcha. I haven't been. I haven't been keeping for longer than they've been alive. Um, but um, no, we've always named them. Like it's just, yeah, that's, they're pets, you know. And yeah. I feel We're not like, a commodity, you know. Right. They're not like stocks, you know. We're not just, you know, oh, in comes an animal, out goes an animal, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, I had a male, um, uh, het hyper male blue tongue a few, a couple of seasons ago and I didn't, he doesn't, I don't need him. I've got a male visual hyper who, like, you know, he drops sperm plugs in his enclosure four times a day, right? He's the most <laughs> virile. He's a very virile animal, right? So a male hat for the same gene, he, he's actually not very useful, right? So I, I decided to sell him. I'd sold him online. And then before I'd even done the transaction, someone else sent me a photo of my lizard and said, oh, do you think I should buy this? And the guy was buying it and flipping it. Like, I just went, no, no deal. I'm not selling it. It's not happening cancel the transaction i kept the thing it was two years ago <laughs> you know Jeez. I just, nah, i'll name it and i'm keeping it i'm not that's just it. not what i'm about no, it's, it's not for me we've talked yeah. about that before how so many people will is it anthropomorph i can't ever say that word anthropomorphize yes. anthropomorph yeah. yes and i feel like i feel like with lizards and tortoises there's more of an attachment to a human like i was saying before, with the I, think, snake. I think everything with legs has more personality you know? well i think so i think the problem also with snakes is they can't show there's no facial features that change like a lizard like it can look different it could blink its yes. eyes one the blinking its eyes is a big thing yes um, like some of them look I hostile was- some of them do not so like <laughs> I, I i am i am definitely guilty of thinking that my snakes oh, are, my God. oh there's the Melanistic it's one. So beautiful. Very cool. Yeah. So this For is for all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. So he um so it's a hyper melanistic. Um because you turned up the melon and you get the black, but you get this. You have red belly. Oh so cool. It's really neat. It's That's like a cool dragon. Yeah. It's like a red belly black snake with legs. Um yeah. Um look at how chilly but, it is. Yeah, this is the very virile male. So um yeah. <laughs> So he does. I don't. You know. I don't really need that. I don't really need the hyper heads. He's know? so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how he's just like chill. Like it's cool. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> y- y'all didn't ask him how much it costs there versus how much it costs here. I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't no. It, it, It'll yeah. just depress. No. If we, were in, if we were in Australia, we could probably get one. Ugh. <laughs> I'm curious how the market is there because if you have less people, like how is how is selling to a, a, a home market 
Yeah. Oh, look, it's still um, it, COVID definitely helped. You know, more people want pets and stuff like that. Um, but it, in my state, like I live in, I live near Melbourne, which is our big city here in, in Victoria. Um, there's probably five dedicated pet stores that focus on uh, fish and reptiles. Um, so it's pretty popular, um, and uh, it's not hard to sell them. And just the pricing's different. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I guess with blue tongues, you know, they range anywhere from a normal blue tongue maybe being a hundred bucks in a pet shop to, you know, uh, uh, like Shadow, the hypermelanistic ones. You know, I would sell my hypermels for about fifteen hundred bucks. And is that like what is in America? That? I think they're fifteen grand. Oh, I know, I know what they are here. Yes, I'm aware. Um, and then, but and like then when you say fifteen hundred, yeah. that's it's roughly the same. Do we? I was going to say, is, what's the exchange? Is the exchange rate? Oh, so I think our dollars about seventy, sixty, sixty-five to seventy US cents. So it's lower. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. But when so you say fifteen, you're talking fifteen hundred. Yeah, but it's not like a peso. Like it's not like right. Fifteen thousand pesos. Probably a is thousand, five bucks. A thousand, a thousand US. Oh my God. Yeah. Fifteen hundred Australia yeah. is probably a thousand. Years. You could have a black, um, black difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then bearded dragons, you know, anywhere from you know two or three hundred bucks for the normal ones up to you know fifteen hundred. <laughs> okay. See, that's where it's funny because here you can get normal ones for like fifteen dollars. Can you really? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I've never yeah. really looked. I wouldn't even wholesale them for that. Yeah. Oh, they they probably wholesale for. I mean, they they go cheap here yeah. because so oh, many look, people I have make, them. Yeah, so me and my my wife, I really shouldn't say me. The Beard of Dragons is my wife's um, project more than me. I, I, I help her, obviously, but, you know, um, I shouldn't take all the credit. Um, she probably makes three to 400 babies a season we breed. Damn. Um, and we normally, we wholesale most of those, to be fair. Um, this year we might sell a few more privately because um, obviously it's more um, – more money in it that way, but um, it's also a lot more work. You got to keep them for longer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then you got to deal with people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't love that. So is this so, um, <laughs> is this all a hobby for you, or have you gone full into? Oh this? yeah, yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah, in Australia, I mean, there's just not the population yeah. um, to 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 support this as a full time job. Um, I think. Look, there are a couple of people in Australia that I think would be very close to it being full-time, um, but only a couple. Um, and, yeah, that's – that's yeah, I'd rather have a full-time job, yeah. Yep. So this is where I work from, though. Like I have a full-time job uh, that I work from home. So where I'm sitting, I've just logged off for two hours. To for, I've logged off work. This is where I work. This is where I work. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I just said – I just told the company I work for today, uh, I'm off from <laughs> eleven to one, and uh, <laughs> there you go. And yeah, I just uh, yeah. So so it, it is sort of good. Blue tongue shit smells too. So you like I know I know when they go. So I can just get up and clean it. I don't have to. I don't have sort of. I don't have to like. I don't have to come in at night time after being away all day and find stuff I've got to clean. You know, like yeah. Um, I can sort of spot clean all day, you know. I'll just do it and go, oh, who did that? You know? That helps a lot. Lizards, they seem to, oh, it's every day. It's a lot more work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want to so, hit our question that we posted uh, this week for you. It was, uh, what is your favorite social media platform to use for the reptile hobby and why? 
Um, and I'm very interested in this. I think a, a lot of the difference in the answers comes to age. I think certain ages, I think, I think I have finally reached that age where I'm like, I'm not willing to learn new stuff. Uh, and I need stuff. I can only do the stuff I can do. I have Facebook. (laughs) That's all I got. So I'm gonna go through a couple. Uh, I know I'm gonna have Ashley answer because Ashley did put her answer in here, but, uh, a couple our our friend, uh, Ryan Cox says currently none, uh, even groups in the, uh, in the direction of clickbait and arguing caught myself going in a toxic spiral and I had to quit looking at stuff. I'll just stick to group chats. Which I get. Uh, I guess let me go into this. I see a lot of people that get upset with social media and they have to take breaks. I, I don't get that part. I, I've never been so bothered by social media that it bothers me outside of when I'm typing on social media and then walk away from it. Like it doesn't bother me that I, much. I, I can talk about uh, about that later. Yeah, I had something really bad. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Ashley, you want to go ahead and say what you you want me to read it, or do you want to go ahead and say what you think? I mean, you can read it. <laughs> uh, Ashley Howdy said uh, Favorite was YouTube cool. Video search engine pops up And Google can be uh, for information and entertainment uh, Necessary because y'all have the business Facebook without the pages And the business suite and the groups uh, The social media wouldn't be uh, what it is And then easiest is Instagram Because we go back to having to deal with people You don't have to deal with people on Instagram uh, Reaches a lot of people fun with photos But ultimately limited and should be part of the entire Social media campaign not the sole platform Which I think is uh, you hear a lot of people now. They're like, "We sell only on on Instagram." I'm like, "Yeah, but you kind of need to have." Not everybody's on Instagram. It doesn't make sense to just be on Instagram. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. have not an Instagram necessarily the easiest way, but yeah. I mean, I imagine it's Instagram's nice for you because you can post a picture and then just walk away. There's not like all the messaging that you probably get as much on Facebook through all the business stuff. Well, Instagram is very interactive. Uh, it's just that you'd reach different people on Facebook and YouTube. You reach entirely in a, We're a product based business. So it's rather different. It's not just creating content and having, you know, I guess producing animals and breeding and, 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 and following that. But as a product based business, it's always comes down to the question, you know, which one would you give up? And it would definitely be Instagram first. I prefer Instagram personally, but as far as a business aspect, Facebook has so many more tools for a for a business. Um, it's really difficult to do it without it. Now the ad platform and everything. But if you're actually just sharing and you're creating content. YouTube and Instagram are very good with that. Yeah, and there's like different personalities to each. I mean, the people who reach out, you know, on each platform, they're different people. It's not the same ones each time, you know. It's not like one person is seeing you on every platform. Yeah. They're all unique kind of people, and you can sort of tell who comes from where when. So it's it, it takes all of it for sure. They're all painful in their own way. <laughs> I guess because I keep up with so much electronically for work that by the time I get home, like I can just keep up with Facebook. Like I didn't get a TikTok for the longest time because I know myself and I know I'm going to get sucked into that (laughs) rabbit hole and I'm never going to stop. And then they put reels on Facebook. And so now those suck me in and I'm like, no, I still refuse to get a TikTok because I'm, if it's worth watching, someone will text it to me. And that's exactly (laughs) what happens. I can't. Uh, let's see. DNT, our friends at DNT Retake said none, but we favor Instagram. Seems to be less bashing and just more comments. 
Isaac Kyle said YouTube and Facebook both allow me to get my inspiration for tank builds and it's fun learning tips and allows me to connect with other keepers so it feels less isolated. Um, let's see. Ryan Goslow said Instagram is the only platform he uses for reptiles. He barely uses Facebook uh, at the best of times, but I think he's also, I think he's younger. So I think that's also a thing. I, I, I feel like Facebook may be for older people. Like I'm sure. I say older. I mean, like Us. if you're in your mid thirties, you're probably using Facebook because you used it, you used it when it came out. Late thirties. You were there when it came out and you've just stuck with Use it. Use that L word. It's okay. Mid, mid to late. Th- I'm, I'm, I'm closer to mid. No. In my head. <laughs> uh, um, and then I had, oh, let me go with all the ones. Feeling my age today. <laughs> There were a lot from uh, from Luke that Luke sent me, and I wanted to read some of the ones that got posted that Luke saw. Uh, Robbie's Reptile says YouTube because I can upload my full quality video. Um, Mason Barnes says I think Instagram is most important as far as building a platform is concerned. He's the one that has the ton of followers, right, Luke? Yeah, he's got more than me. Uh, yeah, he's got 100K on Insta. Yeah. Um, Small Town Exotic says Instagram, quick and easy. Uh, cichlids Australia. I need to check that one out just because I like cichlids. Uh, Instagram because I found you guys on here. So that's talking about for you. Um, you had more people say Instagram on yours. Uh, yeah, well, I asked on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. So I know you have Instagram, but what is your preferred? Is Instagram your preferred or is that just easy? Yeah, I like, it. I like Instagram. Um, I just like the style of content. I like making reels. I like doing the videos and um, and that sort of thing. I like short form videos on Instagram, so that's what I focus on. And I blew, and, and, and my page blew up on Instagram, so that's sort of the one that I do the most work on. Um, yeah, so I like it. I I, I don't mind Facebook, but um, I'm not I'm not in any Facebook groups anymore. Um, I hate Facebook groups; they're bad. Uh, so I'm not in I'm not in any Facebook groups. I certainly don't comment or look at any Facebook groups, even if I'm still a uh, historical member. Um, I just stay away from them because it's just all bullshit. Um, so I I have reptiles and I keep and I breed and I do all that because it's fun. And so um, I want to do social media and photos and videos because it's fun. So um, that's why I don't do Facebook groups and that sort of thing. Um, I'd like to do YouTube because I'd really like to do some long-form videos on YouTube, um, but I just haven't made that leap yet because of the time uh, and the effort I need to put in to do them at the quality I'd want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think my reels um, are of a fairly high quality. I mean, I do high-quality video. I do a lot of editing. I put a lot of text in and that sort of thing. So I don't just like shoot a video on my phone and just put it up with music. Um, I edit it. You know, I put it in the software. I make it, I, I clip it all to match the beat. I do a lot of work. So um, I, I that's why um, I, I like using Instagram because I feel like I get reward for the effort I put into the reels, you know? Um, so yeah. So that's why I, 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 my preference is Instagram and yeah, there, there is a bit less of the, you know, the, the Facebook group stuff where everyone's fighting with each other. It's just, that's not for me. It's too um, much. It sucks the fun out of it. Yeah. Well, I yeah. remember I listened to uh, another podcast that you were on. You are talking about how the bearded dragons, how you keep them on dirt. And we personally also keep ours on loose substrate. Oh, no, yeah. they're not yeah. dead. 
<laughs> yeah, so there is the um there is the oh uh, you know you shouldn't keep your bearded dragon on loose substrate. You <laughs> should you should keep you should have a couch in their <laughs> enclosure. Um some photos you should, all you, should you should dress them, put glitter on their nails. So it's um, funny that walk you them say around this. in a pram. Yeah, I've been banned from groups before. By the way, I feel pr- there. pram for our Americans is a uh, baby stroller. A baby stroller. Stroller. Um, yeah. So I, so I have a small zoo in my classroom. I'm a zoology club sponsor for our elementary school, and I have a leopard gecko who's on. I put her on Aspen. Yeah. She's a little over two years old she's done great on it her whole life i've never had an issue with it but i had a parent i forgot to tell you about this at open house and she was like yours doesn't eat the bedding i was like no never had an issue with that before she was like we were told and i was like that's smart problem i have no clue i didn't there were 40 million people waiting to talk to me i did not have time to talk to her about that but uh, yeah it was maybe that's maybe that's why um we genetically have better dragons because the ones that eat the substrate they die. die. That's like the same thing. We get rid of, we get rid of them. Yes. We get rid of the. We get rid of the dumb ones. Yes. You know? So are you telling well, me in the wild? So, so you're like, in Australia. I'm just that out there. Yes. Yeah, did you know central? Did you know Central Australia is covered in puppy pads? Is it? It's covered in puppy pads, <laughs> paper towels, and tile. Right? There's just tile yeah. and paper towels. Oh, oh my god. Well, so anyway, yeah. So I don't do that. And the other thing too. So I did. So I had a reel. I've got a reel on Instagram that has had 92 million views. Oh, wow. And so that really blew my page up pretty crazy. Um, but so it is a video of uh, a bearded dragon shedding and my wife peeling all the shed off. Some people lost their shit on that, I bet. I had people telling me that um, that the that by peeling off the shed, which is dead skin cells, Right? That the bearded dragon will get skin cancer. What? Right? The like two are not fact. connected. That is not how. Like that, that was a like that was a fact. That is know? not um, at all how this works. But I had all sorts of stuff go on. I had I had people screenshot it and put it on Reddit and start Reddit things about me. I had people screenshot it and do their own Instagram videos about me. Like I, I just they came for me, right? Oh my god. And, and like they really came, and I was just like, "Whoa!" And it was about three weeks. So I'd go to bed, I'd get up in the morning, and I'd have like three hundred comments on the on the post, and half of them were like, "You're an animal or abuser. You're a piece of shit. You're you're fat. Go and kill yourself." You know. And so, oh my god, the weeks I was deleting and blocking people, and then, but then they were like making fake accounts and coming harder. And so I, I got some advice off someone um, who help, was helping me with my, like, my social media stuff. And she just said, unblock everyone, let them say whatever they want. Just say, you know, just say thanks very much for your opinion. Just let them, just let them give it to you. Um, just ignore it, you know, just, you know, whatever. Um, so, I, so I did unblock everyone. I just let them go to town. Um, so I think it's got three and a half million comments now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not ninety-two million views. So now it causes um, it to pop up because of the yeah, way that's the what makes it pop. Yeah, because they're just they're just they're just they're just yeah. pushing it, which is great. Um, but probably so. Let's say I've had ninety-two million views. I've had five million likes or something. It's about three thousand people that hate me. You know, out of five million. Oh my god! You know? So when you work at the percentage, yeah. it's very small. So 
Yeah. And yeah. and they don't really I, I and the thing care. is they don't really hate you. That's just my they, personality. They, they, don't, oh. they don't hate you. They oh. they they <laughs> want to say negative things about you, but they don't actually know you. And they would say no. that about anybody else that posts anything. I don't because like when that, people don't like me. That just, I can't handle oh, it. Oh, I love when people don't like me. I fucking love this it. This is why we are like, this is our opposite right here. Like, I'm like, what do you mean so, you don't like me? What did I do to offend like, you? How can like, I make this better? But on something better? like that, they don't hate you. They 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 feel the need to have to be right. I, you, I've i learned so a lot from you, and I've mellowed a lot in our 18 years together. But I, de- I deleted the reel for 24 hours. So if you delete a reel on Instagram, it goes into an archive. You've got 30 days to re-put it back. Um, I deleted quite a few. I had a few reels of the shedding um, that I deleted for like 24 hours because like I needed a break. Like yeah. I 100% get that. It was really, it was really hard on me. Actually, like it was full on. Like I was a real pussy about it. I, I really, it really <laughs> broke me. Um, yeah, Chris Eaton would well, tear me one if he heard this. Um, but yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. I was like, this is no good. And my friend Colin Schumark, who's the Aussie, um, uh, Aussie snake catcher guy, I'm friends with, and a few other people, like just put them back up. Fuck these people. And so <clears throat> I just put them back up and. Yeah, I just I just wore it, but my page went from twenty thousand followers on Instagram to seventy. <laughs> um, so I've got seventy thousand followers on Instagram now, um, and you know that's that's great. So um, you know, bad luck. You but know. That's that, those kind of, those are the kind of people that also are the ones that heard how to take care of their reptile from one person or one source, and now mm-hmm. that's the gospel. It's the same yeah. ones that uh, you just said you kept a bearded your um blue tongues in racks and they would hate you for it because they heard one person say they should keep them in cages, but they never, yeah. they, they'd skip right past the part where you were like, I also keep them in cages. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I think I'm probably slightly closer to knowing what a bearded dragon sh- care should be living <laughs> on the same continent a as the, where the bearded <laughs> dragons come from Just compared to, compared to, the lady who lives in Alabama with one dragon and paints its nails. You know, like, hey, hey, like, she has a hammock for that dragon. Yeah, it has yeah. its own Instagram page. And hey, I'm I'm sure, hammocks. I'm good. I'm okay. sure that that nail polish was not tested on animals either. It is right now. I mean, <laughs> that's tested on animals now. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, look, I just I had to get over that, but it was pretty hard. Uh, it was pretty God. hard. Like, yeah, I it don't. Really, when it blew up, it blew up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're you know. human. That's the thing is like, it is just because it's the internet. Yeah. You can ignore it. And yeah. But I mean, you are, you're, these people are talking to a human on the other end and it's like, just yes. because you're typing on a keyboard and you don't see the other person doesn't mean that they're not there. Well, most of these people would never say that shit in person ever. No. Well, that's the problem with social media. And that's, we, I mean, on a smaller scale, we get a lot of hate and we get a lot of love too. And it comes Why down do to y'all the get hate? Don't have time for the haters. Oh, you have no idea. Because they're successful. But, well, not necessarily. It's people that do have differing opinions, but they don't know how to express their differing opinion in a proper way. Oh, it's because they're not talking to you face to face. So they say things that are extremely hateful. I would love um, to tell you that that's going to get better. But with this COVID generation that we've got right now, it is not. It's well, only going to get worse. For the most part, you don't have time for it. Those people are going to, those are people that sit there and they mull it over. And when you see something like that, you really. It'll sting, but you just move on because it's you have better things to do. You have more people to 
uh, educate, you have, it's the positive. So you want to focus or a lot of social media. And that's why a lot of people hate Facebook and why I personally, I've been banned from many groups, uh, especially since we've started this business. And I, I used to admin uh, a bearded dragon group and I actually got ousted there because I, I used loose substrate and all the ladies in Alabama said that their, their <laughs> tile that was uh, making their, their bearded dragons, you know, have atrophied muscles. It was great for them, but don't let me go down that road. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, social media is an excellent thing. We want to focus kind of on the negatives because it stings, but there's a lot of good positive stuff out there. And if you just keep going and you don't focus on it, it's people are always going to talk shit. That's that's a that's a common thing, and it's just because they're behind a screen. Well, that's the funniest <laughs> one I find was the the ball python group that kicked uh, Kabilka out and basically told him he didn't know what he's talking <laughs> what? about. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, really? The number one guy so in the hobby. Okay. Recently, you started a positive <laughs> Facebook group. Yeah, for our old school district. So it sounds like you might need to do the same for reptiles. <laughs> So our old, our old school district, there's a there was a, uh, a a a watch group for that school district, and every post that group ever did was nothing but negative stuff about the district. As and a it teacher, was completely anonymous. Like yeah, we they genuinely, they would never tell you who they were. Have no idea who these people. But as are. someone who taught in that district, it would get piss me off to watch them just like try and cause more issues within the district. I'm like, you're not helping anything. And yeah, some of these are actual news stories, but most of this was just to piss people off. It's all very clickbaity. And they they had it as a as a. Uh, as a profile, not as a page. So I took their exact name and turned it into a Facebook page and started posting nothing but positive. And stuff. the name of the the name of the page is positive. It, yeah. Watch. Of the version, and yeah. it's it has like five hundred five hundred members now, and like it's it like <laughs> but all of the other teachers in the district who've always had issues with this have joined the group, and now everybody's blowing it up with like everything positive from the school district. Yeah. In and I'm like, yeah. we're not in Louisiana anymore. Let's go. <laughs> Well, that's why I think so. The old message board forum, the way that works. So, on Facebook, anybody can make a group, and that's kind of the problem is oh, that yeah. you you end up in this uh, this group that if you don't believe in this one thing, everyone will attack you because they only bring in the people that believe that one thing. Whereas the old yeah. forums, if you went to the forum, everyone had to go share that same forum. If it was the King Snake Boa forum, everyone that had boas had to be in there, no matter what your opinion was. It was the only forum. Okay, so I'm just gonna throw this out there. When did the forums disappear? Facebook. Yeah. In the mid-2000s when Facebook hit it. Because You're everybody definitely, liked... So every, like 20 years ago. Yeah, everybody liked the instant being able to... <laughs> You're really aging yourself tonight. Everybody still liked forums. Everybody that did forums loved forums. The problem was... Well, like, Luke was saying, there's still Reddit. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's so true. I've never, been on, I've never been on Reddit. I only went on Reddit because someone um, sent me a link to the Reddit thing about me. Yeah, I don't know how Reddit works. I don't know how it works either. It's a big yeah, so forum. They, yeah, they screenshotted my reel and put it on there and started a, a Reddit uh, forum thing about um go and report this guy for animal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like I, you know, yeah, I really abuse them. So, I mean, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I peel. I peel shed for likes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's funny. Is you'll. Is you'll post that, right? And then someone like Jay Brewer at Prehistoric Pets will post a video where he finger fucks a retic egg to pull a baby out of it. And the general public will go crazy over how awesome that is and how cool that is. I'm like, that's way fucking worse. It's so much worse than peeling dead skin off of this lizard. 
Yeah, just also, oh, you're damaging the scales underneath. You're hurting the bearded dragon. Hurting it was already coming dragon. off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just we, trying to get rid of it. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, it's my, like, you know, speeding like, up the process. Well, it's like if I have a snake that's shedding, man- I can sometimes hold the snake and just, let it move through my hands, and the skin will come off. It's naturally going to come off. I'm not. Our, our lizards are basically manicured. I work in here full time. I pick up their shit while it's still steaming. You know, right? It's like they're it's like a goddamn. Spoiled. This is like an A grade. Like this is five star hotel. You know, like yeah. 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 So yeah, it's the total opposite of that, and that's probably why I got so hung up about it. I've just I got so offended because I was just like, you know, like I one hundred percent understand where you're coming from. My life revolves around the care of the lizards. Like James, and, you know, doesn't. Yeah. But I, I what the fuck? Why is she bar- well. Sorry, our dog was barking and I had to yell at him. I don't know why. Uh, but uh. So yeah, but you know, anyway, I I just got over that now. When people comment on there, I just say, oh, thanks very much. Because every time they comment, I reply, and they reply back. So it's more interaction. It helps my algorithm. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, th- th- thank you so much for your opinion. That's fantastic. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like please tell I'm me like, more. Th- I'm like, thanks for watching. And they're like, I didn't watch it, you animal abusing fucktard. And I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, you know, I'm, I thank you for your opinion. Fill them with kindness. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then so they just comment again and again. It's just great. It's like, yes, just go for it. So I, you know, so I love when high school kids uh, will tell me that I'm not their favorite teacher or they don't like me or that I'm mean. I'm like, yes, yes, please give me more of that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your hate. Bring it. <laughs> I don't like me either. What's <laughs> all the kids? The, the other day, or today, kids are like, why are we off on Monday? I don't know. They're like, what's special about it? I don't have to see you for an entire day. <laughs> the district loves us and they give us a break. That's what's special about it is you won't be there. <laughs> and I have two doctor's appointments. I also love when kids are like, why do you teach kids if you don't like kids? Because they pay me to be here. That's why. Such an asshole, man. I like some kids. I just dislike more kids than I like. But it's also, <laughs> it's not just kids. That's people in general. Yeah. Like. I dislike way more people than I actually like. This year, ugh. And, and Facebook just magnifies those people. It brings them out of the woodwork so you can go, oh, that's the person I fucking hated. And I didn't even know them before this moment. <laughs> no. So, yeah, my block, my block list is now really small. I just leave them, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a couple of pages blocked because they're like, they're too much. I can't actually deal with them. Yeah. Um, but I pretty much just... The commenters, you know, just let them go, you know, leave them and let them be. Um, that is good life lessons. It took a bit, though. It took a <laughs> lot just, to deal with. Yeah. Well, that is, well, that is a big problem for, and I, and I can tell you as someone who teaches children, you know, teenagers are not notoriously known for being great with handling their emotions. Uh, but it has gotten worse. You should try eight-year-olds. It mm. it has gotten worse, and I think uh, I don't know if it was COVID or just the oh, way that hundred percent that is the, I don't my know. problem. I, I don't know. I don't think it's COVID. I think it's it's going to be like the it's old the generation. It's going to be the old man get off my lawn moment. Yes. But it's the way that people are are being raised. Yes. Uh, everyone's allowed to be offended, which you're allowed to be offended, but just shut the fuck up. It doesn't go be offended, go be upset. You don't have to tell everybody. Oh, it's funny the people that were commenting and attacking me. There was a really common theme when you went to their profiles and looked at even just their bio, you were like, 
you're all the same group of people. Yes. You know? Yeah. You're 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 protesting about stuff that is really not that important. They're the know? ones that will announce um, when they're leaving a Facebook group. No one yes. gives a fuck. Don't no one cares. You don't have to announce you're leaving the Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. Don't let the group hit you on the ass on the way out. <laughs> and then when you leave, yeah. nobody you can't see the comments that people made on your post because you left the group. So most of those people probably aren't actually leaving. They're just announcing that they need attention. Basking in the glow. But yeah, that's what I always say. There's real hate in the world. We don't need to create hate. You know, that's that's the problem with the social media. The world but needs you can more get purple. Social people. media a good thing. Well, just and, have yeah. to not worry about the haters. So the three the three main ones we talked about. We talked about YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And I think they all serve a great thing. And I think especially for like so for y'all at Focus Cube. I think YouTube is great because it gives you a chance to do a long video about a product, how to use a product, how it works, all the different features. So it's great there. Facebook is great because it allows you to connect with customers and talk back and forth and do the things business-wise you need to be able to do. And I think Instagram is great because you can take a picture of a cage or a, a reel of your CNC machine cutting something and post that up and get people talking about it. And then and then they'll ask yourself about it. But I think like Facebook is so important because it's almost become rep- like Google. If someone wants to know something about a uh, business, they tend to go to Facebook and they type it in there exactly. and, and then they That's find their page true. and they find reviews. And Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely the, the Google of social media. So is YouTube, but you're going there for strictly videos. Sadly, Facebook is like, if you're, whether you like it or not, it's being a part of the groups and being a part of, I guess the algorithm in Facebook is an important part. And it's a really great way to be able to communicate with people. Uh, they give you a lot of tools to do it. Um, that's really fluid. So like with Instagram, I love Instagram personally. It's one of the best because it's, I think visually, right. Yeah. And it's really fun because people are going there more for, I guess, pleasure. Now people on Facebook may be going there to start a fight because they can't, it's not necessarily very media based. It's you can put your opinions and other stuff like that. So like I said, they all have their strengths and weaknesses, but I think the whole social media is should be a suite. You should use all of it, and and use the one that you're you're most strong with. Obviously, if you have a big following somewhere, you can always branch off from there. Yeah, YouTube's like the great equalizer. I'm like, you'll find people from Facebook and Instagram. Like, you know, we'll do the enclosure talk stuff, and somebody will find their enclosure on there, and I mean, they Im- immediately seek it out. So you've got the Facebook crowd, you have the Instagram crowd, but both of those folks gravitate yeah. towards YouTube. So that's, I mean, that's the like pivot of all of it. I Everybody always forget you can leave comments there. on YouTube stuff. Well, it's like a person who watches YouTube versus a person who comments on YouTube. I swear are two different people. I'm like, I watch a ton of YouTube stuff and I'm like, I've never thought to just tell anyone anything on there. I, I do when I, I have to correct, when I correct the, like I watch a lot of fishing stuff and sometimes there'll be reptiles and animal stuff and they'll be wrong and I will correct them. I can't help. Yeah, well, most of the stuff that I see is, is you've commented on it. It's really funny. I can find somebody who's <laughs> arguing course. about, you know, a venomous versus non-venomous snake. I'm like, well, here's James telling this. <laughs> that's how I find most it's of my the stuff. It's teacher in you. It yeah. is. I, I, that's my problem. I'm, I'm not, so a lot of people will see me correct something online and they'll be like, you're being a dick. I'm like, I'm not being a dick. I just don't like you being wrong. And that's, it's not just you online people. It's if there's a TV show, he will pause it and bitch about it for a good five minutes before we can hit play and finish whatever. I don't like it being wrong. Whatever it is we're watching. <laughs> it is not just you, Internet. It is the world that he is out against. We have had to stop our kid when she was younger. She would be in public at zoos and hear kids.
or hear adults say she things wrong about so animals. Bad. And she would want to correct the adult and be like, no, no, just, just stop. Just yeah. in this case, let them be wrong. She like, she would, she would just look at me and I'd be like, nope. And we'd have to keep walking. And, but there was one instance where we were at the national zoo in DC and there were, I think we were like, it was sulcatas or galops or something. And they were talking about the turtles and she whipped, she was like four. It technically is a turtle. She whipped her head. She goes, those are tortoises. Said, those are <laughs> because the kid got it wrong and we just let it slide. But then when the parent also got it even worse, but Katie, shut up, James. Nobody asked your opinion. Technically they, <laughs> technically they are turtles. Well, needless to say, she was very polite when she corrected them on the species that they were currently looking at. But which, which was a turtle. I'm going to throw my shoe at your face. I, just, I don't want you to be wrong. Remember we just had a conversation. I don't want you to be wrong. <laughs> you can't help it. You can make your own corn dogs for dinner. I can't. We have an air fryer. <laughs> uh, I did want to go back to one question. Amanda Reddy asked uh, about your reptile expos over there. Um, yep. How are those? Uh, I'm assuming y'all don't have the same kind of displays where we have just tons of little snakes and little deli cups and all, right? It's... Because uh, that doesn't seem to be the rest of the world's way. Like it's definitely not England. England can't stand the way we do shit, but they haven't uh, been able to do that I, since 1776. So I think I haven't been to a, a American Reptile Expo. I've only seen them online, but they look they look fairly similar. I mean, we have display ca- people have display cases and have all their snakes sort of the same. Probably not deli cups. Probably more like a, acrylic, you know, displays. Yeah. But you don't have to have a ton um, of room per animal, right? There's no, there's no laws on that. No, but no one, no one's housing them uncomfortably. Yeah. Um, because people would, you know, they'll be the same people that are complaining about my bearded dragon <laughs> walking around. Um. So yeah, so that's pretty nicely set up. But yeah, they're, and they're much smaller, uh, unfortunately. So we don't have, you know, we don't have Tinley. You know, they're pretty small. But is that good for business? Because it's a smaller show, do you tend to sell well? Do you do shows? I've never, I've never vended. Gotcha. So I might vend uh, next year because we're having, we're hoping to have bigger production this year, and I might wholesale less and keep some back so I could vend. Um, but I've never vended. I've only been as a, been to walk around and, and stuff. Been on um, a walkabout. They're fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're fun. They're fun. I like them. You know. Um, so there's a couple in New South Wales that are really great that we've travelled up to. Um, you know, there's one in Victoria every year that's really good, but um, they're not as off. So it's probably only like three or four a year in Australia. You know, in Texas we like have three every, or four a weekend. Yeah, they're not. They're not like not like you guys herp shows and that having them every week and stuff like that. We just no, we don't have that. So they are a good gathering as well. Um, you know, you can see other people, see other people in the hobby, catch up with people. So th- th- that's a big positive about them as well. You know, they're socially great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why I like shows. I like, the howdies don't come to shows anymore, so you don't get that's to be social with them. We're lucky to be here. I'm excited to be able to like see new faces <laughs> inside know, right? you know, our shop walls. I thought you were going to say besides Steven. Well... <laughs> I know. She's not here for you. She's here for me. That's Let's fine. get it straight. Again, I don't I don't care if people dislike me. I'm okay. With I that. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she dislikes That's that's fine. As long as you make me dinner, I don't care if you dislike me. Either. I know. Corn dogs, bro. Corn dogs. I keep hearing about these corn dogs. Corn dogs. I mean, they're individually wrapped in the box in the freezer. They're not even fancy. We, we don't have we don't have corn dogs either. What? what? Oh, I'm not we going to Australia. Fuck no that. No corn dogs. No, but, nah, you, that's not a thing. but you can eat that's Vegemite. Not a that's not a that's not a thing here. Yeah. 
So y'all well, traded corn dogs for Vegemite? Yeah. That's a horrible trade. Y'all ha- you have hot dogs, though, huh? You have hot dogs. But, so yeah, it's just not in corn a lot, There's batter. a lot of good American... There's a lot of American stuff we don't have. We don't... Like, we have, like... Uh, there was a big thing... Did you hear the big thing about the Pop-Tarts? I saw the, the guy... Was it The guy sent you a bunch of Pop-Tarts, right? Yeah. yeah, so on Chris Eaton's podcast, I talked about how my daughters... So there's, like, four flavors of Pop-Tarts. In the supermarket, that's it. Fuck, there's like there's 74 flavors. Here. Yeah, so we got four flavors, right? Like four basic flavors. And my daughters love TikTok, so they see all the American stuff on TikTok. And so I was talking about that on Chris Eaton's podcast and Benevolent Reptiles. Um, he's got a, a cool page on Instagram. He does a whole heap of different reptiles, but mostly ball pythons and crested geckos. Um, he saw that, messaged me and said, oh, I'm going to send you some Pop-Tarts. Give me your address. I'm like, okay. I sent him my address. Yeah, he sent me like uh, 40 flavors. <laughs> That's just yeah. like one section of like, the aisle. That's not. Yeah, like he sent me like, yeah, he sent me a crazy amount. So we're still, we've, we've, we're starting to finish some flavors now, which is good. <laughs> what are their um, favorites? I need to know. <laughs> uh, they got like s'mores. S'mores is the best. S'mores was popular. I think Boston cream pie was popular. Um, I had that one. I think. Katie's yeah, weird. She likes the yeah. non-iced ones, which is just fucking horrible. They're my favorite. Nah, it, he didn't send us. He didn't send us the shit flavors. Thanks so much, Luke. <laughs> They're not shit flavors. Um, I like to put them in the toaster can, and then confetti put butter on. Oh, confetti. Them. That's confetti. good. One. The confetti ones are sweet. Like they're just they're too all, sweet for me. Yeah, my, my daughter only eats it if it's got sugar. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we we toast all of them. Like, how else are you gonna eat? Yeah. Them? So no, 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 no. You have to put them in the freezer and eat them cold. No, the, I have a friend no. of mine. Wait, who Lou, says don't listen that to her. It's on the box. It tells you. I don't you give can a shit what it says on the we, box. We, That's... we saw that. We saw that on the box and actually laughed. So apparently, that. it's a thing. It's a, not a like thing the, in this house. Yeah. You have never done the that. Chocolate ones are the no, we, best if you freeze them. We, apparently, we we thought that sounded funny, but no, we toast them. Yes, I do toast them. Like yes, that's what we should. My daughter yeah. just and eats them out of the foil packet. That's how um, I do. Customs actually, customs actually opened them, some of them, and checked. Yeah, to make sure they checked were really pop. Checked that they were really pop. They probably wanted yeah. some of them. Yeah, so I lost, I lost a cup. I lost a couple because they'd been opened. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna eat them. Oh, I don't know what is pop tarts and by someone at customs. Pop tarts and Oreos. They come out with like ten new flavors a week. I don't know if y'all have a million flavors of Oreos over there. Uh, like two. Oh no, we yeah, have so we've seven like, trillion flavors of Oreos. No, so we only have yeah. So Miller uh, yes. out it's a tangent for. We always go back to food, Jason. At some point, we talk about food. Yes, because it's, it's always dinner time. But yeah. Luke, I know that you took a break from work. Get back to work. I don't want to keep you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> get get mean, back to work, Luke. <laughs> By all means, we keep talking about food, but I don't want you to get in trouble and be like, God, these damn Americans. Um. Fucking Americans. (laughs) So if people want to check out uh, you peeling skin off of your lizards, you horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. So if you want to, if you, if you'd like to watch me abusing my animals um, (laughs) and also maybe, maybe, maybe watch some videos of, um, uh, feeding blue tongues dog food and eggs and uh, you know all that sort of stuff. Um, oh, and Fuzzy Fox Pet Food—they're my sponsor. I saw that. Um, yes, I saw that. 
they're, they're friends of mine, fuzzy fox pet food. So they make it's like rapashi, you know, um, but much better. Um, so, um, so that's not a sponsor of mine. So I'll go with you. Yeah, they're much better than yeah. rapashi. <laughs> yes, yeah, so well, it's Australian stuff, so it's so, pretty. It's good. Australian. It's like a Foster's commercial. Australian for yeah. rapashi. We don't drink Fosters either. That's not a thing in Australia. You don't go to Outback no one and drink drinks, Fosters? No one drinks Fosters here. That's American. That's Australian beer for Americans. Is there an um, Outback open at all in Australia? Well, Outback Steakhouse. Yes. No, that's not a thing here. Okay. It's burned just, down weekly. I just couldn't imagine someone opening one going, guys, uh, come eat here. But it's weird because we have Texas Roadhouse, like Texas Steakhouse, like Roadhouse Steakhouse in Texas. We I'm don't like, have that either. Yeah. No. I just it's weird to have in the state when they anyways but if you want to see me uh peeling skin off lizards and feeding them um yeah instagram is the best way yeah lizard is it, i'm assuming it's lizard morphs on everything right lizard morphs on everything yep yep all one word lizard morphs on instagram one word and um yeah you'll i mean i i post a reel every day on instagram um i just can't so a, i don't have that in me to I'm do about, it's I'm a lot about, of work. a great job I think really I'm about good. a month. I think I'm about a month away from getting to a thousand reels. So. Oh wow, that's a lot of work. So that's cool. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I, I appreciate every follow I get. So please follow me on Instagram, and um, I'll keep putting videos that you can hate me about on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share them. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, the howdies if people want to get a hold of you. Don't. Uh, Focus cubed habitats everywhere. Go to the website. Order from the website. Don't call them. <laughs> We're very. We messaged very, very quickly. Uh, as far as phone calls, yes, we work in a very loud shop. They are busy. They are busy are people. Always busy. Their their website tells you everything you need to know. You just have to do that weird thing called read. <laughs> All right, so. James. People want to get a hold of you. Don't don't. They want uh, to get a hold of Robert. You can go to lsreptileracks.com. Uh, we are the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with somebody. I haven't figured it out yet, but we'll be back next week with somebody. Uh, this is how we roll, I, guys. I had someone at work ask me today, do you stress out about having to do the, do you prepare a ton for your podcast? I was like, no, I just show up and no. just start talking. It's Preparing would not make this fun. That, that would be a job. I'm not doing he that did a job. have like an outline for the first couple yeah, and but. he was like, it won't be an interview podcast. I don't want an interview podcast. And it turned into an interview well, podcast. I don't know about Because you got cool people on like Luke. Yeah. I was about to say, there's lots of really cool people out there. Yeah. And then and then there's the howdies. Oh, you shush. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for you watching. You guys hang on. Hang for on. A uh, thanks for coming on. We will be back next week, hopefully with Robert. That is, that is our goal. Uh, so, good night. Thank you. Thank you.